0: Thank Everybody, and welcome to another episode of the What's Good Games podcast, your source for video game news, commentary, analysis, and funny stuff every Friday. I'm Andrea Renee, joined by Miss Christine Steimer. Hello. And Miss Brittany Braunbacher, Hello. It looked like you were either going to sneeze or you were going to burp. I was going to burp.
1: I swear this whiskey, <laughs> I was definitely going to burp, but I got, I swallowed it or whatever you do with burps. I don't know. Uh, and something's wrong <laughs> just, with it. The gas just dissipated. It just dissipated. <laughs> it's gone Something's forever. wrong with it? What's wrong what's wrong with it? It tastes like like someone spiked it with bleach. What? Why are you continuing to drink it? Because <laughs> if anything <laughs> college has taught me, Simon, it's that alcohol neutralizes all of the bad things. That's not not true or true <laughs> you know when you play beer pong and the ball would be rolling around on the ground and you
0: think be like, <laughs> the beer
2: cleanses so it, you're it's saying fine. it
1: disinfects which is what bleach also does but it also kills you so
2: please it, don't. don't
0: ingest bleach everybody yeah don't contrary do to what some people on television might tell you bleach inside your body bad bleach That's outside your body d- okay yeah,
1: leave don't, it outside. Don't say we, we never taught you anything on what's good games. It's don't true. That's, a,
0: that's an actual fact. We are not medical professionals, for the record. But don't we are fucking not drink bleach. medical but I, professionals. But I feel like
1: <laughs> we can that's tell people. pretty solid advice. In confidence, <laughs> don't drink bleach.
0: You would you would think it would be, but I just am covering our bases. Okay. So, yeah. That's um, a good call. <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody. Whether this is your first episode or your 169th episode. Oh no. a, snap! Ooh. We are glad that you are here, joining. Joining us for your favorite video game podcast, Brittany. We had a cool shout out this week. We, we did. were featured in a list of video game podcasts.
1: For one, Digital Trends. They had their top podcasts on there, video game podcasts on there. We were on there. Spawn on me was on there. Kind of funny was on there. I'm telling you, nice.
0: Yeah, Beyond was on there. Giant Bomb was on there. It was a pretty good list. It was a good company to keep. Yeah, feels very awesome. happy about it. So thanks, digital trends. That was nice of you. Uh, we've got a big stream coming up on Tuesday, June 30th. We've been talking to you guys about this. We're teaming up with our friends at GameSpot for their summer charity stream from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time. You guys can watch us streaming over there. We will send out all of those links on our social channels. So what's good underscore games on Twitter is the best place to follow to so get those links, but don't forget to mark your calendars. We'd love to have you join us. It'll be fun. Pride month is still going strong. As you can see, I'm wearing one of our pride shirts available at what's slash store 100% of the profits of all of our pride apparel items are going to our friends at glad who are doing good work to make sure that the voices of the lgbtq plus community are represented accurately in the world of video games and we have decided it's been a little rough since the pandemic began and we need to take a break so we are having our what's good games summer break starting next tuesday july 2nd we are going to be offline but don't worry there'll still be a show every friday because we've got content for you you know us we can't break our streak now we've never missed a friday we've we've
2: never missed a show we're not going to miss a show no we're just gonna do a little production magic behind the scenes for you
0: but we will be taking Monday, July 6th off from What's Good Games Live, but don't worry, the podcast on Friday will go up as scheduled, and we are excited to bring you guys our t spoiler cast next week, and then yeah. the week after yes. will be our Game of the Year So Far discussion. Yes. 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 Last to talk about. And shout out to Rihanna Manuel for appearing on Inside Gaming this week to talk about Tlu 2 on their spoiler cast. So she had a good discussion, I imagine. I haven't been able to catch it yet. It just went up today, I think. Ooh. So if you guys want to check it out, Inside Gaming, I think retweeted the link as well. And we will be back after the What's Good Game summer break on Sunday, July 2nd, for our live reactions to Ubisoft 4.
1: July 12th.
0: Did I say yeah, July you 2nd? July 2nd. Yeah. That was a mistake. Whoops. <laughs> I mean July 12th. And we have a secret piece of content going up in the middle that's under embargo that I can't talk to you about. But when it, when it launches, you'll know what it is.
1: Surprise! <laughs> Ladies, do you know what you're going to do during your little summer break? Do you have any ideas? I'm going to work. That's yeah, I'm, right, gonna I'm, pop- right. I'm probably still
0: going to work. Um, so the, the cool thing is I got sent the Destiny cookbook which is coming out in August, and I'm very excited about it. And there's lots of drink recipes, so I thought it'd be fun to maybe do a video with these drink recipes. But I also told myself that the whole idea of vacation is to not work. So I'm hoping to catch up on some books because I have been sorely neglecting my reading. And y'all know I love me some fantasy books up in here.
1: And I still haven't finished
0: his Dark Materials. So yeah. I'm going to just maybe lay out in the sun and read a book for a little bit. As you should. As you should. Maybe I'll go out to the beach and go for a walk and make sure I'm like at least 20 feet from anybody and wearing a mask, of course. Stay away. But like, it would be nice to like feel the ocean breeze on my face. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I miss the water. I live not that far from it and I haven't seen it in months.
1: (laughs) I know I'm looking outside. It's a relatively warm day here. It's about 80, 82 right now. I'm like, huh, what what does sun feel like? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I mean you can go outside, Brittany. I could, but the computer's here and the computers were all the magic. That's true. Hands. I don't mean I don't mean like right now. I mean yeah, I could. You guys you do just do the, the show on your own. Walked off the show? Like,
2: <laughs> don't Bye. leave.
1: Brittany, no. Uh, what are you gonna do, Britt? Uh, work probably as well. I think, you know, just because we're not on the show doesn't mean we're not doing shit behind the scenes. But probably just email management. I think it's gonna be a little nice staycation. I should have a review copy by then of a certain game that I'm excited to play. So you
0: know, just kind of Ooh, just do what I love. True. Play video
1: games in my pajamas. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No makeup. No the makeup. Best. No hair. You're kind of stinky. Who no really cares? Hair. Where'd your hair go? Wait, no hair. <laughs> no hair doing. No hair up, <laughs> up making. Yeah, no hair. <laughs> Goodbye. It off. Goodbye. Buzz.
0: It's her buzz cut for the summer. It's yeah. Summer look. Sometimes you just need to feel that breeze on
2: your scalp. <laughs> the <way. laughs>
0: Amazing. All right, you guys, let's keep on a rolling. Thank you to this month's Patreon producers, Chewie's Godson, Alex Rogopoulos, Ferris Atay, Mohammed, Mohammed, Marcus Brown, Puctified Malay Bittner, and welcome to our Patreon community. Aaron Easton, Chelsea May, 456, who cares? Jeremy Davidson, Amanda Yurisha, Yurita. I'm sorry, Amanda, I definitely butchered
1: your name. Oh, Wedgie Woman. <laughs> Amazing. And Yazid Al-rahi? Al-Rahi? Is Wedgie Woman, like, Captain Underpants's wife? Ooh,
0: Possibly. good question.
1: I feel like that's the title I would take. That was married to Captain Underpants. I'm Wedgie Woman! I'm Wedgie Woman! <laughs> what? Uh, Brittany, we've got some new podcast reviews. We do. We have S. Tyler Hoffman, Jordan, aka J Man, Lionheart, and Dame0101. He says, Wow, it's the Powerpuffs. Did you guys know that you match the temperaments and hair colors of the freaking Powerpuff girls? I've listened we to you guys that. for a long time and watched a bunch of podcasts and just realized that you should get some kind of marketing deal or something. Yeah, every time ladies have decided someone sweet. calls us out for being Powerpuff Girls, I'm going to give him the Muppet voice. Yeah, mm. so that's, mm. that's I like it. Okay, mm. and then we have I if memory it. serves, and then we have Blue Steel Simba. Pro tip for the full wine whiskey effect: play the podcast on half speed in honor <laughs> of whiskey, whiskey.
0: If you've never listened to oh, a podcast so on half speed, it's hilarious. <laughs>
2: Dude, I had... Hey. So one of the things in T.L.U. that you can do is you can slow down time when you go into... One like, of the and things <laughs> you can do in T.L.U. That's exactly... So if someone's talking so and you go into, like, aim down the sights, it will slow them down. <laughs> and it sounds so stupid. It just, like, kind of makes you laugh instead of being serious in the moment. Um, but So that's a pro tip. If you need a little levity in T.L.U., in just put on slow... Hmm, Makes sense. (laughs) And uh, listen to the voices go really slowly. You sound like an Elcor. Yes. Excited. Affirmative response.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. That is it for our announcements. Let's get into the news. But before we do that... Oh, don't worry. I'm not psyching you out with an ad read. There are no sponsors on this week's show. Instead... We want to take a moment to talk about everything that's happening in the industry. So we had a chat amongst the three of us and we're like, so what are we going to do about all of the things that are happening on social media and in the news and the video games industry? And we collectively agreed that we did not want to deep dive into any of these stories, that there are many outlets out there that have done much better reporting on the issues of the allegations of systemic Harassment, misconduct, sexual assault, and other really terrible things happening to people in the video games industry. And we decided, if you guys want to look up those details, that you can go seek those out on other sites that have done a much better job of reporting on them than we could ever possibly do here at What's Good Games. And just be warned, not that I probably need to warn you, that there's some really traumatic stuff that's been posted this week. And we applaud all the people who have come forward and with their stories and you know we empathize because as i mentioned in my statement there isn't a woman on planet earth that hasn't come into contact with some grossness in her life and hopefully we can eliminate that number or at least make it smaller (laughs) as soon as we can and then hopefully one day you know women can you know rise up and not be oppressed and i just wanted to get that out of the way so if you guys were like are they going to address those stories no We're not planning to talk about that, but I do have a little bit more that I would like to say, and I wrote it up so that I wouldn't mince words here, because you may have seen that I was tagged in one of these stories this week. I was cited in a long post from someone about not being a strong enough ally in a moment that was five years ago. And as I mentioned in the statement that I posted on Twitter and Facebook, which I know a lot of you have seen, no one is a perfect ally, including me. And I know that I have been a better ally in recent years and that I have certainly grown a lot since that moment five years ago, but the multitude of stories that have come across our screens this week have affected all aspects of the video games industry, and they have caused all of us to stop and reflect. I want to remind you guys that no one is owed every detail of the woman's story that I'm named in, of my personal stories, or of anyone's stories for that matter. We're people. We're actual real human beings trying to deal with messy and often traumatic situations in real time. with A lot of people weighing in that probably have no business weighing in. And here at What's Good Games, I don't think we need to remind you, but I'm happy to do so now, that we always strive to be thoughtful while constantly being open to personal growth. And I'll echo what I said in our Facebook fan page, that What's Good Games has never blacklisted anyone from working with us. We love working with people. We are excited to work with whoever we can. And we pride ourselves, of course, on being a community for everyone. Well, except for the dicks, of course. Yeah, but you can you can have a dick, to be clear. Yes. Oh, yes. You could definitely have a dick. If you have a dick, you are welcome here. Mm-hmm. You just can't be a dick. Correct. We know that it's a very stressful time in the world right now. Tensions are very high, but we want to remind you and ask you to please respect the voices that are coming forward this week. It's really hard to talk about these things. And as our girl Rihanna reminds us, we think it's important to hammer home. It's better sometimes to just listen. Be a good human. Yeah, be a good human. That's great advice, Britt. Thanks. All right. Now, let's talk about some video games. So what we get? we got we got lots of stuff, so we're we've decided we're going to put all of the cyberpunk stuff in the second <laughs> segment of the show. <laughs> I know you <laughs> hopefully you guys saw Brittany's video where she took some of our patron questions we're gonna do an even deeper dive when we hear about her hands on time. She got a whopping
2: four hours of time.
0: Oof, I got 12 pages of notes.
2: I'm ready. Girl, I'm ready. Oh, get comfortable, ready ladies. For Nerd Britney, I want you to get some glasses so you can push them up.
0: Okay. So, if you're anxious to go right to Cyberpunk, check the timestamps. You can jump right there. But first, there was another big game that we were looking forward to hearing about this week Marvel's Avengers from Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics. So, they did their war table this week, which was a live stream where they ran through a bunch of features and they showed some new gameplay, showed a couple new cutscenes. And they talked about a lot of details in the game. So Polygon had a nice little write-up, and their write-up says... Crystal Dynamics offered a new look at Marvel's Avengers, the upcoming single-player and cooperative action-adventure game, on Wednesday during its War Table livestream. Here's what we learned. MODOK is the big bad. We've seen a few Marvel villains like Abomination and Taskmaster in gameplay snippets, but players will also battle hundreds of mechanized soldiers and robots built by AIM, the Advanced Idea Mechanics, which deploys its creations under the guise of security after the Avengers disband. At the head of AIM is George Tarleton, better known as MODOK, a.k.a the mechanized organism designed only for killing. Um, some more story insights from Polygon on Thor's hero mission include it what appears to be an early mission from Marvel's Avengers. Thor returns, dressed as his alter ego, ego, excuse me, Donald Blake, to help the Avengers take on an aim threat and prevent the crash of the helicarrier known as the Chimera. Hero missions in Crystal Dynamics' name for story-based single-player missions will move the story-based campaign forward. Sorry, let me just clarify Hero missions are the single-player campaign missions that will then move that affiliated story-based campaign forward. There we go. There you go. Nailed Um, it. Thank you. Uh, If you guys want to look at the co-op war zones, which, of course, are the multiplayer, uh, war zones are repeatable cooperative missions, a.k.a. grind time, that take place in each... Uh, in wide-open spaces, quotations, and dense interiors, where players will take their customizable Avenger out for a spin. Each hero in the Avengers has dozens of unlockable cosmetic outfits, some of which can be earned by completing missions and objectives, and some of which will only be available through the in-game marketplace, which we knew. As players embark on co-op missions, they'll work with a variety of factions, including Inhuman Resistance Group and former S.H.I.E.L.D. members, such as Nick Fury and dum dum Dugan. Duggan? I don't know this guy. Who is this guy?
1: Dumb dumb dumb. fucking ask me.
0: Um, Anyone who's played Destiny will find much of Marvel's Avengers Factions interactions very familiar looking. Players will also rebuild their own helicarrier and team up with other players for special two-on-one finishing moves. Oh, that's kind of fun. They announced that the game is going to be released on September 4th for Google Stadia, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and... PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, when those consoles debut, you will get a next-gen upgrade for free. So if you decide you want to play it right away in September and you have the PS4 or the Xbox One, you can play it again or continue playing when Series X and PS5 are released for free.
1: There you go. And then they
0: showed a bunch of screens, like menu screens about upgrading, and they showed some cosmetics, and it was uh, all around a pretty good deep dive.
1: Was there anything in there that you were like, oh my God, that's so cool? Just like that. In a mm.
2: British accent.
1: Oh it, my God, that British? that's so it cool. Was in a British <laughs> I was going to say, don't give me too much credit, Simon. It's fine.
0: <laughs> no, and I think that's because they did a really good job, in my opinion, of focusing on where they took inspiration from the comics and the incredible, what they always refer to as the 80 year history of the Avengers in Marvel Comics. And I thought that they that it was really well done and it played specifically to people who love the comic books, but I am not that person. I just have never read the full history of the Avengers. I've read very few comics and graphic novels overall. And so for me, I didn't have anything that blew my skirt up when I saw it, but I imagine that there are some hardcore comic fans that saw like a costume or a reference that they were like, Oh my God. (laughs) But that wasn't me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, when I was pulling this story, I, w- I looked through about five different articles. And I was like, Cause I don't know what any of this shit means. I don't know what dumb, dumb Dugan is. Or I didn't know That's Thor the only had an one ultra- I don't
2: know. I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. But, like, I know the other names. Modoc.
0: <laughs> Someone, out- Someone is listening to our podcast screaming, like, oh, my God, this is who it is.
1: That's me. But so the it- more I read about this game, the more I'm attracted to it because of the mechanics. Although, like, the co-op missions oh. sound fun. Kind of, like, grindy. But, hey, like, you know, I could go for some mindless Mindless grindied right now, aka a one night stand. I'm not looking for a one night stand, let me clarify. I was about to say, <laughs> let me you clarify. Might want to tell Jason. But I liked how in the bottom of the article they had Hulk in that fancy like Mafia style suit. Yeah. Yeah. The nice
2: pinstripe suit. Yeah. Dum so dum Dumb, Duggan, we have googled. He is a Shield agent. Ah. An officer of Shield
0: and one of the most experienced members of Nick Fury's team, known for his marksmanship with rifles and
2: impressive physique, he might want to consider changing his name because I don't know if you could take someone seriously that is called Dum Dum Dum, dum. dum, like (laughs) that's not not the just yeah. Pick another Uh, name. You could do it legally, son.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen. Here's the thing. Overall, I think this game looks cool. I think that the What they showed now is the best way to convince people who are Marvel fans and who want to know more about where the Avengers storyline is going. I think they did a good job of that. I think what they're still struggling with is people still don't kind of understand the scope of the game. And I think it's clear that people want an open world Avengers game. And that's not what this game is. And they're not going to get that. And they're either going to be okay with that or they're not. Because I was watching some of the comments roll by during the live stream when the war table was going, and it felt like it was like fifty-fifty people being excited and people being like, "Ooh, shit!" You know, like everybody does <laughs> yeah, in the comments. That's true. Yeah, um,
2: I do think I agree. Like, I've I've seen some criticism of it looking a little generic, and I'm like, I do, I kind of see that in the sense of when you get to the gameplay, it kind of looks like very similar to a lot of other action games, and like it doesn't necessarily have an incredibly unique spin other than the fact that it is marvel heroes attached to it and their powers are super fun like i think that's kind of where the line is but um when we played it i do think it plays well i think kind of visually it looks yeah it just looks a little it does come off and pass a little bit more generic or a little bit like kind of whatever um but but i did enjoy i did enjoy the i mean granted it was a short demo so who's to say how long that will stay fun over the course of time, but I enjoyed the demo that we played. Uh, It was kind of fun to just, we we got to try all of them. It was fun to Hulk smash. It was fun to be Thor. Um, So this is just one of those games where I feel like it'll be good, dumb fun, like good, dumb, clean fun, like (laughs) popcorn flick. If you're looking for a movie comparative and I'm not sure that I'm expecting any more out of it than that. And I think that's at least that's where my personal expectations lie and if you're expecting it to be maybe like
1: the spider-man
2: yeah like a you know something to really turn the genre on its head i don't think it's going to i could be wrong but keep your expectations
1: in check baby girl you know i was thinking i was like oh september 4th that's so far away but because time has no No, meaning, no it's not because time has no meaning yes i realized we're almost in july so yeah Get that June has
2: flown by, but that's also probably because I moved. So
1: I know, the whole the whole year the whole year has seemed like it's lasted twenty years, but also it's just going but also really five crazy. minutes. Yeah, I don't know. What's it's happening. a very yeah.
2: strange time yeah. loop continuum thing.
0: I saw someone in my Twitter feed tweet that. March and April moved at three miles per hour because they felt like they were going so slow. And then June has been moving at 300 miles per hour.
2: Accurate. March is the, March is the only <laughs> one I thought that felt really slow. And I think that's because it went so drastically from we, cause we came back from PAX in March. Right. Yeah. So like we came back from PAX and then everything hit. So that month just felt forever because it was such a change Um, And then from then on, it's been like, oh, this month will feel long. And then it hasn't. It's like every month has just disappeared. (laughs) Don't know where it goes. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm excited to read this next story because we have one Animal Crossing expert and... To continue down the line of 2020 is the weirdest year. I never thought I would say that expert is Andrea Renee, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) So So, true. Well, you know. (laughs) What's up, girl? So Animal Crossing New Horizons Update is adding swimming, pascal, and more. This comes from Polygon. Does that mean you can fall in the river? No, you can go in the ocean, Steimer. I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> Swimming and diving are coming to Animal Crossing New Horizons as part of a free update due to be released on July 3rd. Players will be able to donate sea creatures, eels, starfish, scallops, anemones. Did I say that right? And yeah, more. Anime. To Blathers Museum, and they'll score new mermaid-themed DIY recipes from <gasps> Paschal, Nintendo said in a news release. I got
2: excited because I just watched her do a like, I pulled the trailer up so
0: she could see, and then she the watched ocean. the girl dive into the ocean. Oh, yeah. Ocean. She got very excited about The Pelican
1: Gulliver will also get a change of clothes as part of July's update. He's getting a pirate-themed look. It's not, a, it's not the dude who's always washed up along the beach.
0: Yeah, and he's like, go find my five communicator pieces, and then if you keep them, they're rusty parts to build your robot, but in order to get the golden shovel, you have to help him 30 times.
1: What's his problem? Is he just getting so drunk on the ship he keeps falling over?
0: Apparently, what the hell? Knows. Get your
1: shit together, Gulliver. Anyway, he's getting pirate looks that will give players an unidentified special reward Ooh, for helping him out. For helping him out, Nintendo says another free update for Animal Crossing: New Horizons is coming in early August, but didn't specify what content it will bring to the charming life sim. A trailer released Thursday seems to indicate the update will add fireworks to the game. So I know with the 3DS what? games you could swim, but you always had to watch out for jellyfish. <gasps>
2: so pretty i'm looking at yes. some of the new things and they're very pretty the
0: mermaid diys i'm like oh <laughs> i'm so excited because i have a, an underwater theme in my house already so if you guys saw my animal crossing tour on ign my my island has definitely like changed since then that was three weeks ago now which is wild wow i, I recorded that that long ago but I had reached out to Felicia Day, and we're going to try to get her on the show. We're going to go to her island and do a tour, and, and then she's going to come visit my island. So we don't know when we're going to do that yet. It's just... I love this thumbnail of her mid-flip. <laughs> yes, yeah, where her legs, feet are just legs, up in the air. Legs are sprawled. It's like she's like doing the happy baby pose, but like but in like, the air. Yeah, <laughs> just rotated. Da- dangerous. It feels sh- like you're going to hit your back on the water.
1: Did yeah. they show any of the mermaid gear? Yes, trailer? yes, Ooh. they did. It's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So if you it's go, pretty,
0: I retweeted it. If you would just go to my account, or you can just go to at Animal Crossing, and you'll find it there.
2: Tom Nook says, "Here's an announcement. Ooh, it's yeah. very cute. I've got to say. I, again, I haven't fired up Animal Crossing in quite some time, but that's adorable.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited because I've decided that my next big project on my island is building a sports bar.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. Where are you doing
0: that? Got- Gonna have wings in it. Um, th- I've never seen wings, but I've seen some custom. I've seen some custom codes for wings that you can place on things. Oh, nice! Yeah, so there's so they have hat design. You can design a hat, a top hat, in the game. But like, you can manipulate it to make it look like the brim of the hat is a plate, and then whatever's on the top of the hat is like food. Oh, okay. So when you place it in world, it looks like like a. <laughs> plate of something so i have um, one of my stalls in the what's good games carnival that i have on my island i've got a hamburger stand and a pizza stand because with like hats air quotes (laughs) i showed it to brian altano and he was like i feel i feel inadequate that you have pizza on your island and i don't have pizza on my
1: island i want
2: pizza let's stop talking about it (laughs) i just
1: want to go have a barbecue out in public with friends yeah Talking I about all too. those summer activities, a sports now bar. I want a hot dog. I just want food. Mm. Food and friends. Brittany's like, I'm just
0: hungry. So I was like, me too.
1: <laughs> Where are you going <laughs> to put Always your sports hungry. bar? Do you have a spot for it?
0: Yeah. So uh, there was a part of my island that I thought I was originally going to reserve for a wrestling ring. And then cool. I went to my friend John Carl's Island and the fabulous setup that he put there with his like NWO wrestling ring. I was like, I can never, I can never compete with this. So, um, I'm definitely just, so i no up going to my goalpost to something else. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, you know what, why don't I just scratch that? I don't need a basketball court. I don't need some wrestling ring. I'm going to demolish this whole area and I made part of it an outdoor movie theater, which is really fun.
1: Oh. And then I'm
0: making the other half of it my bar my sports bar so so Thank far you. i've got like my bar bills, i've got a dartboard i've got some really cool chairs that look like baseball mitts like i got I trophy case sitting in a mitt yeah into it i'm, I'm
1: I w- working i it. would love to live on your island i could go to a sp- I wish i could go to a sports bar right now i've
0: got a spa i've got an outdoor <sighs> spa <laughs> i've got a wine and pizza bar
1: are you going to okay. have like a... Stop talking a, about pizza. You <laughs> you said you, Oh, you already said you got a dartboard. So you already got that covered. Okay. That, get, I,
0: got t- I got a pool table. You I got a dartboard. Tabs.
1: Those are the best. I've
0: got a bingo. I've got a bingo thing. Okay. A bingo thing? You know, the little the, the <laughs> oh, container that holds sure, the sure. balls that the you like spin the little thing. handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has
2: uh, a yeah. name. I just don't know what it is.
0: Yeah. The, I can't remember what it's called. A ball It's like holder. a lottery thing too.
1: Yeah.
2: You
0: can use exactly. it. Exactly.
1: I've got that. I don't. It's your RNG machine. Let's just call it that. I like it. That's a good one. Manual RNG machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I'm work.
0: I'm working on it. I'm. I've got some stuff happening.
1: Okay. And I caught a great
0: white shark and a hammerhead shark in the same 24 hour period, and I felt very proud of myself.
1: Is that a really? I would want to.
2: I mean. Wouldn't you be
1: like I mean, shocked you hear? I caught a, great, caught white a great white shark. white shark. Listen, Steimer, you're pole? talking to someone <laughs> who caught a great white shark in Yakuza Three. Okay, so like old but news. What about a hammerhead? Because hammerheads wow. are actually meaner
2: usually than great whites.
1: I like I like hammerheads because they have the really derpy faces.
2: They do, but they're mean sons of bitches.
0: But when you caught it in Yakuza, did you hold it up for a photo? I mean,
1: I'm pretty sure I did. was a fucking badass. I don't remember. Do you have
0: a screenshot to prove it? Because I do. Okay, I'll
1: look it up. Damn. She's like, Damn. yes, I will get my receipts. Come on. Kiru versus Andrea's Animal Crossing Villager. Let's go. <laughs>
0: i love it i love it um yeah so i'm excited i'm excited for this you guys will definitely see it on a stream sometime in the not too distant future okay uh next story and britney has requested that i read this because there are pokemon names in it uh so Brittany was up at the crack of dawn earlier this week i also i don't know why you did it but i respect I respect that you did.
1: Last time I did, I got Pokemon Snap. She so, got Pokemon so, Snap. So Nintendo had rewarded my efforts. It's like a dog. You know, I did a thing that I didn't really want to do. Nintendo's like, okay, here's a big juicy bone. Good here's job. A cookie. So the next time they had something, I'm like, I want a big fucking juicy bone. And they're like, oh, no, here's a rat carcass. Okay, no, that's, that's very <laughs> Wow, that okay. That I mean, so Brittany has some thoughts to share with us. You know, it, it sounded sure. good for the joke, but now it just sounds like an asshole. Apologies.
0: It's fine. We'll get to Brittany's thoughts in just a second. <laughs> If you're confused about what I'm talking about, Pokemon Unite is a MOBA-style game with crossplay for Switch and mobile. This write-up comes from our friends over at GameSpot. The Pokemon company announced a brand new game called Pokemon Unite. The team-based cooperative MOBA that stands for Multiplayer Online Battle Arena game is being developed in cooperation with Tencent and developer Teami Studios, which was responsible for the Call of Duty mobile game and Arena of Valor, both highly successful MOBA games, may I add. Not MOBAs, but Mobile games. That's what I meant to say. Unite will be free to play. I thought they said free to start on that trailer on Nintendo Switch and iOS and Android devices and will support cross platform play which is a huge thing for Nintendo which we'll talk about in a second these matches are 5v5 and will take place on a mobile like map split into halves that represent your teams each side is littered with several control points that can be used to score goals battles will take place in real time and as you progress through the battles your Pokemon will level up and learn new moves and each Pokemon has a unique unite move but unlike standard Pokemon there aren't type advantages the side that scores the most points by the end of the match wins and and they've spotted a bunch of Pokemon in the trailer. So for player-controlled Pokemon, we've got the adorable Cuddly Snorlax, Lucario, Charmander, Squirtle, Pikachu, Clefairy. Oh, no, no, you have to
1: read, you have to read the evolutions.
0: Yeah. Okay, Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard, Squirtle, Wardle, Blastoise, Pikachu, Clefairy, Clefable, Fletchling, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Fletchender, Fletchind, Talon Flame. How does Fletchling <laughs> Fletchender go to Talon Flame? These are the many mysteries of the world. <laughs> like Fletch seems like someone like didn't understand the naming conventions of Pokemon. And we got Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, and Venusaur. <laughs> Wait, no, Venusaur. Wait, Venusaur. what?
1: Wait. Wait, Brittany. Brittany. Brittany's dying. Brittany. Venusaur, <laughs> but it's fine. No, Venusaur? keep going. I love. Yeah, like please, Venus. I'm so happy. Right. This is, is the most show I've had in a long but time. No, listen. Here's the
0: thing. This is the most hard about Pokemon because it's Bulbasaur, right? It's Bulbasaur, sore,
2: sore. Like, a Soar. and so what?
0: I'm just supposed to know it's Venusaur at the end. <laughs> <Venusaur>. <laughs> <laughs> Abby Brittany don't judge me. Brittany I mean, is, is laughing her ass off. Brittany, <laughs> breathe. <Bridney, laughs> it's okay. Um, okay, so tell me, how am I supposed to say it? how do you say it? Venusaur. 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 Wait, Venusaur. Wait, you guys both said it differently for the I record. Say Venusaur. Venusaur.
2: Like it depends like, like a, a dinosaur makes more sense. Yeah. But I like it. <laughs> like a dinosaur. It. It's like Target. Sometimes you just gotta fancy it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. Is it dinosaur or dinosaur? who fucking cares (laughs) apparently Brittany does (laughs) ghastly Haunter or Hunter Haunter 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 and Gengar 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 Gengar. Uh, uh, Machomp we we did we we, didn't we do that with Alexa the Machomp thing Uh, I don't think so oh I thought there was like a bit she had with Machomp Um, or maybe I'm thinking of a different game and then Machoke Machoke what yeah he chokes (laughs) you
1: Jesus, oh, and then, Ma- oh, so
0: I'm thinking of Machamp, it's maybe. Machop, Machoke, Machop, Machamp. Wait, <laughs> Machop, Machoke, <laughs> Machamp. <laughs> okay, and then there's some possible wild Pokemon, Stuffle and Beware, the Beware? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? A-porn, a little bit porn for a second. It's A-pong. A-porn. Like a cup. <laughs> the M looks like an R and an N for a half minute. Fonts are hard, everybody. Um, Joltik and Galvantula. Galvantula? Galvantula? Wait. I don't know Galvantula. this one. Galvantula? <laughs> Brittany's dying. Uh, Rotom. Because I wanted to say Rotom, but it sounds like something else. Um, Altaria.
2: <laughs> and then...
0: Uh, Toxicroak. Toxicroak? What the fuck is that? It's like a it's frog. A poison frog. Seriously, we're gonna make it a game on one of our after-hour streams where Brittany names a Pokemon and Stimer and I have to draw it. No, that's not fair. Stimer knows a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. Okay, Brittany names a Pokemon and Rihanna and I have to draw it. Perfect. Yeah. And oh. I sit back
2: and drink, which is what I and
0: like
1: then, to do. And then Stimer and Brittany judge. <laughs> Who got better. That brought me so much happiness. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs>
0: I'm here for you,
2: friend. Thank you. Um oh, yeah, so what do you think about this knee? Burthly-
1: uh I know I called it a rat corpse earlier you and did so um, at least <laughs> to believe you're not that excited about it. I mean, listen, anything compared to a pokemon snap announcement was going to be a corpse of some variety. Maybe it was a rat, maybe it was a mouse. Is it Cubone's mom? What mom? Whose mom? Cubones? Cubone's mom. Oh, oh, yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why does cubone wear his fucking mother's skull on his head and then <laughs> when he evolves his her. mother's skull literally fuses to him but then that well, doesn't yeah, make any sense but bigger Stimer. it would just poof, it becomes part of you so then what happens when he dies does something else pick up that skull? because i don't think he has any kids so uh, I think he-
2: the line, the weird creepy <laughs> skull wearing dies with him. I
1: was gonna say, all well, congratulations, little this, Cubone. Uh, You've inherited very... your mother Marowak's thirteenth skull or something. I don't know.
2: It's a it's a short lived tradition <laughs> with uh, with this particular oh god generation of Pokemon.
1: Um, uh, thank anyway, god, it's yeah, weird. yeah. It's it, Pokemon, dude. Pokemon's fucked up. It really, truly is. If you really dive into it. Anyway. Obviously this isn't my thing, even though I called it a corpse, I don't really mean it's that bad. But a lot I asked people on the on the Twitter sphere and everyone knows all the opinions of the people on the Twitter sphere are one hundred percent valid. And it was kind of like a mixed bag. It was like people were like, Oh, this is cool, because people are describing it as baby's first MOBA. So I guess if you're not used to MOBAs, if you're not familiar with MOBAs, it could be a good jumping point. Obviously not my thing, but Simon, you're kind of like a resident MOBA guru. Well, and Andrea. Andrea played a lot. That's true. Of Andrea's right there with you. Sorry, Andrea didn't mean to diminish your accomplishments.
0: <laughs> yeah, geez, I only put like a thousand hours into a MOBA. I forgot. How dare yeah. you? <laughs> she, she did Rid a it. lot more. Um, I think baby's first MOBA is like an LOL kind of moment for yeah. this game. and I, Not I, a League of Legends moment, like a LOL correct it's not like a lull moment she's she, thank you for the clarification <laughs> but like a laughing out loud it's funny that that's pe- what people are saying however like i love mobas for what they are and the deep level of strategy and i think people who play games like that kind of challenge and i think that's why mobas are so popular with millions of people around the world and why they're the biggest esport right and I'm glad that Nintendo's like, you know, multiplayer is something we should dip our toe in. But maybe, Nintendo, you don't go all the way into MOBA when you haven't really nailed... Multiplayer yet, and I think like Nintendo's biggest foray into multiplayer that's been successful has been Splatoon, and Splatoon two specifically. I mean, I know that there's going to be people out there that are like, "Yeah, what about Smash Bros?" And I'm like, "No, no, no." Oh, no. <laughs> to me, like,
2: they can't even do it
0: at Evo. Yeah, right. No. Thank, thank you. That says that says everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think so. I think Splatoon two is a very great example of Nintendo being like, "Hey, we're doing multiplayer and we're doing it successfully, and people love it, and a lot of people enjoy playing it." I think trying to go into MOBA is, like, is a very big risk. I think that they maybe should have looked at some other genres beforehand. But not to say that they can't try. I just, I'm down for them to do something cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how this goes because I I think it's smart. Can you imagine how much of a hellscape this would be if they had type advantages involved? Yeah. Oh geez! Oh my god! You just be like, oh my god! But I think it's interesting to be like, well, you you learn the new moves as you are progressing, and I mean, it kind of is exactly what League is actually. That I'm thinking about. (laughs) It's actually not that exciting. You mean it's hard? (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, you do just gain level up, and then you can put points into it. Never mind, it's the fucking same. Um, But (laughs) I mean, I guess I'm just curious to see how it plays because. I mean, a big aspect of League or even Paragon was like the jungle and going through and getting buffs that way. So, we haven't really seen a lot of details, I think, on how this specifically plays. Um, but it's kind of a. I kind of want to. I still want to play it just for shits and gigs you when it comes out to just be like, what is
1: this? Yeah. How what does is this play? Game? Where does it go? I think you guys should definitely try it. Yeah. Oh god, that would be a hot mess if I played it. But just to clarify, I mean, it, it all is... you have to do is be like,
2: "I'm Snorlax.
1: <laughs> probably, I'm
2: probably a tank. Let's sit in the middle of this <laughs> lane and block. do they have minions? I actually don't even know if they have minions in there. Let me. What's a minion?
1: Uh, oh no, Brittany! Oh, it's. I mean, it's kind of exactly what it sounds like. They're little. Uh, is it like AI? AI. Little AI. Okay, NPCs then yes, yeah. that... I, I, th- I thought so. <laughs> so there are wild Pokemon in this, and I. Th- don't know if this article actually talks about it. It looks like it doesn't. But there are wild Pokemon, and if you defeat them, you get to catch them. And I'm assuming they play the role as that?
2: No, it's no? a different thing. Um, you wouldn't... I mean, you wouldn't want to catch the minions. The minions oh. are just there to push... Um, to put pressure on, like, the towers, the enemy towers. Uh, yeah. um, they also are useful to hide behind. So if there's, a If an enemy person has a skill shot, and, and you stand behind a minion, it'll hit the minion and not you. Um so it's like you you use them as strategy for different things.
0: Oh, well. This does not have gameplay. Where the fuck this is the, the gameplay? No, I think it's toward the
2: end. It's not a lie. It's I've toward definitely the saw end. Yeah.
0: There's like a, hot, like a hot second of gameplay. It's like, hold on. It's like here. Okay, someone's chasing a Snorlax. So Char has already the, evolved. The thing that's important about minions, Brittany, and MOBAs is that they are absolutely instrumental to your success or failure because in order to take down towers, which is helps you win the game you have to have minions to take them down because if you uh, go to attack a tower so a tower imagine a tower is like a turret right that shoots you if you get too close to it so the tower has like a little radius around it and if you step inside that radius it's like a a turret that's like it and like it doesn't just shoot you it shoots you and like does really heavy damage to you very quickly but if you have minions, the tower will always auto-target the minions first. Ah, okay. And so you can step inside the radius and do damage to the tower while the tower is busy targeting the minions.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay,
2: okay. That and makes- then towards like the end of the game, you can make them more powerful with certain buffs from the jungle if you get the um, the Baron or mm. whatever. Uh, and then you cut what we call winions, which are... Winions. 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 Like some games have been won from Minions, which is just... I've I've won many a game from Minions because what
0: happens in the late game of a MOBA, Brittany, is that when you're like 45 minutes plus into a, a match... People are so focused on whatever champions they're having one-on-ones with. Because by this time, you've faced off with somebody. It's the clown fiesta. Yeah. You face off with somebody. And like some people just get bloodlust to take out other heroes or champions or whatever the name is of the characters in whatever MOBA is your thing. And they forget about the minions because the minions are on auto-deploy. So every X amount of minutes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: a, wave, will a wave of minions will spawn from each base and will travel in opposite directions to the enemy side. And the idea is like, well, if there's towers in the way, the towers will destroy those minions. But at a certain point, the tower is going to take enough damage over time that the minions will destroy the tower. And so if you don't manage minions... As a defender, the minions could eventually whittle down all of your towers and make their way to your base and destroy your Uh, nexus, your core, whatever the thing is, depending on the MOBA, however they name it. And if you don't pay attention because you're too busy fighting down a champion instead of managing the little guys. The objectives? Are you saying
2: (laughs) it is an objectives based game? I am. Oh my goodness. So much MOBAs are objective based. Don't just go in there and. Try and team fight or even 1v1 someone. That's not yeah. what the game is about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like,
0: team, team fights are fun, but if you're not managing I mean, you m- win, waves of minions... Because what happens sometimes, Brittany, is, like, mid, mid-game mid is where this is really kind of where you see it a lot, is you'll get waves of minions that will stop at a tower because the tower is, like, pew, 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 then one at a time, and then a second wave of minions will come, and then they'll form, like, a super group, of minions, at least, this happened in this happened in Paragon a lot, that if, like, mid to late game, if you were ignoring minions to focus on jungle bosses or the prime buff or whatever, like, things that helped your team overall and were ignoring the minions in the lane, they would form these giant clusters and they would just, like, roll over anything in the lane and then that's how you get winions. Because, like, uh. they just... They take down the they take down the nexus of the core for you. Well, you don't have to do anything because you're too busy fighting other heroes. Okay, and then whatever. like Simon was
1: saying, you can buff them and whatnot. So I'm assuming they can withhold more damage or withstand more damage. There's yeah, like towards okay. the
2: end, like the real winions are like when you take down an inhi- well, they're called inhibitors in League. I don't know if they're called that across. They were called inhibitors in okay, yeah. In so Paragon like, 2. there's a few towers, and then after the towers, like in the base, there are inhibitors. Once you can knock down an inhibitor big tanky boy minions start to spawn and then if you get the baron buff on top of that they start to take things down fairly quickly so an inhibitor
0: Brittany, is like a like a super tower it's like there's usually three one that protects each lane and they're like the big the big giant turret that is trying to protect the home base like trying to protect the castle yeah behind it and so they're like okay if you take the big tower down then you're really like up Shit's Creek. Uh, yeah.
2: Okay, if they can take, if, yeah, you call it like breaking into the base. Like when you start to take down those inhibitor towers, then you're just yeah. When, once so well.
0: you lose an inhibitor and in a moba, like like the alarms
2: start going off. <laughs> it's like fire alarms are going off. It's like yeah, because you just wee. really have to be you have to be managing yeah. your base a lot more. You have to be in there a lot more because like the Winions, as she said, can come in and destroy it, or somebody can try and backdoor. Which is a real term. It's not dirty. I mean, it can be both. But yeah. Huh. So yeah. There's a whole there's a whole lot to MOBA. Well, this was
1: a good introduction to the lingo of minions and inhibitors and winions. But this looks like...
2: I, I don't even know what to call this. So I'm not even sure I'd call it a MOBA. Because it's... Yet anyway. I don't know. We need to see more. Because it feels mm-hmm. like when you strip away minions, when you strip away the complexity of the jungle, when you strip away a lot of those things it kind of just feels like you're running down a lane to attack each other. And that's it. It's like a weird a Ram, but not, not in the middle. So a Ram stands for all random, all mid. Um, and it's just, it's a different mode of, of league where it's just what it's just one lane and you have a very randomized champion pool. You don't do picks or bands or anything. Um, and you all just kind of, you just go, it's not, it's exactly what it sounds like. You all, there's a few towers, but you're all just trying to, it's mostly about team fighting really. So you don't have any of the strategy around going through the jungle, getting buffs, doing ganks, or anything like that. You're just like it's just. Bleh! Oh, I miss playing MOBAs. Um, but this kind of you kind of feels like you're just doing team fights, but through different lanes. Yeah, which is not really. It almost
0: feels more like an arena game. Yeah, that just has lanes that you travel down. Mm-hmm. So instead of just being a true like multiplayer arena, granted, it's... we've seen like. Very four seconds of footage, so it could be incorrect. Yeah, it's it's very little. It's very little. There
1: was on the reveal itself. There was a whole game that was going down. I didn't understand any of it. Plus, it was 6.15 yeah. in the morning. But it's, this is interesting. On IG, and yesterday's Pokemon Presents broadcast has accrued 170,000 dislikes in under 24 oh, hours. No, no. No. And oh, no. Yeah, strong response so- from fans. And then the channel's second most disliked video in the standalone trailer for the game has 55,000. Okay. Anyway, wow, that's a lot. Why are people so mad, though? Like- I think
2: because they, I mean, especially people are like, MOBA, I don't want a Pokemon MOBA. But I'm like, actually, a real Pokemon MOBA could be pretty interesting.
1: <laughs> like- yeah. And plus, I think, and I was a little guilty of this, but I do I like, I do like is some hype. A is yeah. Last, A lot of the rumors were like, oh, it's going to be a gold, silver, or a heart What's it called? Heart gold, soul silver. Definitely not remake. Because we all looked into the nitty gritty, thought maybe be like a let's go, but that wasn't it, and people got real mad. Clearly, this headline is
0: just come on the verge. It says Pokemon Unite is a League of Legends style team based strategy game. I'm like, don't don't dump don't dump down League like that. Because I
2: also don't like yes from top down. If you look at it, okay, sure it's got lanes. It looks like maybe there is a jungle, but it's hard to tell. Um, really what's going on in there. But if you're talking about like you catch those Pokemon, it feels like it just doesn't, that definitely is not, I would not compare this to League other than it has a map of lanes. Like that's, yeah. that seems accurate. And that yeah, seems like not it. Yeah, I don't, like yeah, I don't see any minions
0: here. I just see Pokemon.
1: Says battling wild like you Pokemon probably, will, if you, go, ahead, cool, go
0: ahead,
2: go ahead, Britt.
1: Okay, it says <laughs> battling wild Pokemon will capture them, earning you points that you can then bank in scoring areas. Whatever that is. Uh. Scoring, yeah, see, yeah, like there's
2: definitely aspects to this game that are unique to it, and that's cool and neat. But I don't know that I would necessarily call this a MOBA well,
1: there at, this, you go.
2: at this point with the information that I have. It's like its own weird, strange little hybrid, especially because part of the oh my god, sorry, watching the animations of them running is just really funny. I,
0: f- I found
2: that stream that you were talking about, Brit,
0: where they showed the gameplay of Pokemon mm-hmm. Unite. And I, I do think it's cute. Like watching the little oh, <laughs> legs. and he's like capturing a point there. Like, I think that there's like good, like MOBA
2: elements, but to compare it to league of legends, I think is wildly incorrect. inaccurate. Yes. Yeah, I know this is, this feels more like a, a battle arena kind of a thing that just happens to have some lanes happens to have a couple other unique properties like capture points. Because um, there aren't like capture points in League where you stand on them. That's not a thing.
0: Yeah. No. You, to capture anything, you have to destroy. You destroy it. the towers. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, I own the map, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like that. We weren't trying to do like a whole mobile lesson, but hopefully you also, guys. Yeah. I'm like, where are your wards, huh? <laughs> do you have any wards? Dude, you, listen, you can't have a successful team without words I it's try to true. tell the noobs this every time I know they're like the supports to do it you're like everybody should everybody do it everybody puts the everybody wards. everybody
1: gets up. wards yeah every fucking buddy gets wards yeah <laughs> that's right Brit she's like I have no idea what you're talking about I don't know what I just said <laughs> but I'm here with you I support both of you I'm here it's to about support Matt Fogg. it's okay there's yeah, lots oh
0: we should have like a deep dive on MOBA sometime.
1: Yeah, you two we can have, have like fun. your little MOBA podcast or something. You know, jeez, wow, just sit here wow, by myself Brit. and think about all wow. the things. I don't know. I don't know. Would just, you
0: like
2: to learn? Maybe we would be happy <laughs> to teach you. We can teach you on a like because here's the thing that we you can be versus <laughs> bots. You can be versus AI. Yeah,
0: you can play. You can play versus the computer. I I played that way in tell you learn. in Paragon all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Real talk. I would like to learn how to do a MOBA. Do the MOBAs, because I feel like it's important. But right now, I'm, I'm focused on raising turnips and watering my tomatoes. You know, on calm, relaxing games, so I don't have to manage a whole bunch of minions and shit, you know?
2: See, that that's what I really, I mean, I do find fascinating about MOBAs, is you can have different levels of complexity based on how you play. So you can jump into a bot game and really not even worry much about the minions, other than stand behind them. Like, very basic rules mm. of just make sure you use them as meat shields yeah. uh, and like <laughs> that's their function there and that's all you need to really know and you like then you can kind of get into the last or into the more complex elements of like last hitting a minion which is a whole other thing we didn't talk about. It's very important for that's your That's like deep strats though. That's like bot. deep strats. Diver. It is. And like so yeah that's what I'm saying. I'm like you could just <laughs> go in and play against really easy bots and not know about 90 percent of the shit you need to be doing and be fine okay uh but when you start to play with people even there is like a, a very high um skill range where you can like when i play i play on normals i don't play ranked i'm not doing i'm not warding very much especially not what you would need to if you wanted to be really competitive again like my adc i usually play support my ad carry is not usually last hitting all that well like there's just like you're
0: not <laughs> Brittany's like so much jargon you know i can't what, handle Brittany, it you do this to me
1: all the time i know i'm smiling and i'm nodding and i'm saying fuck the wards or something like that or the words are so, good a, a word good a word britney is an
0: in-game item that gives you map visibility so a lot of the map in a MOBA is covered in like a fog a of fog, war. Fog of war. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And a ward will give you if you place it in a particular part of the map, it opens up that fog so you can see. Particularly useful for people who are mid by themselves, usually. Um and yeah, jungle. Yeah. So they're not getting ganked by people in the jungle. So essentially what getting ganked means is like you're getting a surprise attack from somebody
2: she where did you not can't like that say. word
1: or she really liked it <laughs> no, <laughs> no i'm sorry it's just, just get, get ganked in the jungle it's just you know get ganked in the jungle <laughs> oh jeez louise
0: Usually, <clears throat> you get ganked from the jungle but you know you can Wait, also what? get ganked you in can the get jungle ganked too anywhere true you can get ganked <laughs> the in jungle here. can gank me no the, the jungle jungle itself, the jungler, no, the jungler can yeah. gank you. The juggler the can itself. gank me oh, in the shit. jungle.
2: This the, sounds like no, a uh, bedtime story for children. Gank you. <laughs> they, <laughs> will, they will gank you in your lane. The jungler is usually the one doing the ganking, although, uh, least lately in the meta, it can also be a roaming mid laner. Okay. In go- the meta, specifically for League. Yes.
1: So you're saying so, if I'm in the jungle, a juggler will come gank me? Juggler, J- no, jungler, jungler is a role. Jungler. So not a juggler, Although there is a not really like a creepy, clown or a court
2: jester. There no. is a creepy Court-juster. clowny court jestery <laughs> champ called Shaco, and I fucking hate him because he's creepy.
0: So <laughs> Brittany, there's obviously five five v five. There's one person's role on any moba is to be the jungler. The jungle is the area between the lanes in it's a the, moba. That's map. like
2: your
1: a, your AI version. Like if you were like, I want to play an, against AI. I'm like just thinking, what am I going to just... call this section when I'm doing the timestamps tonight?
0: <laughs> MOBAs explained for dummies. I don't know. We're right? trying. We try. We You're not to a dummy, Britt. That's not what I mean. I just you know, there's a whole, book a whole line, book line that's called for dummies. Yeah. it's I, I, it's, it's all good. No offense. But yeah. <laughs> you can just name it Andrew and Steimer. Try to explain MOBAs to Britt. I like
1: don't know. that. Okay. Yeah. I like. It. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we should probably be done because we could yeah, we could talk about this for a long that. time. And we have Cyberpunk to talk about. <laughs> yes. Um this has been fun. We definitely will try out this quote MOBA for Pokemon uh, Unite when it comes out. I do want to give Nintendo props for finally doing something that's crossplay. We have yet to see crossplay really be implemented for Switch games. Obviously like I know like Fortnite does it, and some other studios are doing it, but like Nintendo-developed games, doing crossplay is something that we haven't really seen yet, so... Hopefully, this is good that you know they're going to try it out with this, and then we'll see it for more of their multiplayer games. Maybe this means that they recognize that multiplayer is important, and we won't have to do voice chat in a
1: weird phone app that they'll add voice chat to. Switch. I don't like, real if talk. I don't th- do it on a phone app. It's going to be Discord. I don't think it's so much Nintendo as much as it's Tencent. <laughs> but you know, we'll we'll give them oh, some credit. Fair. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't care who pays
0: for it. If Tencent's <laughs> going to pay for it, great. <laughs> so long as it's in the game yes yeah. exactly alright that's gonna do it for the news for this week when we come back we are going to talk about spoilers more news uh, but it's all about cyberpunk and then we're gonna get into Brittany's the whopper oh. of a four hour hands on session stick with us we'll be right back What's good everybody? Welcome back. It's the second segment of the What's Good Games podcast. And this segment it's all about robot genitals.
1: That's a choice. I think it's it prob- is a choice. Probably
0: not what this is actually about. No, no I am no, no. Be it's talking all about, about Cyberpunk twenty
1: seventy seven. And yeah, <laughs> I I, I think the thing about that is because it comes through my headphones so intimately in my ear when you do that voice. (laughs) Let's
0: let's just hear it one more time. Everybody be quiet. (laughs) The cyberpunk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm into it. I love it. Okay, so the first episode of Night City Wire hit this week, and I assume that most of you saw it. But for those (sighs) of you that didn't. Our friends over at IGN did a nice little write-up from CD Projekt Red's live stream this week, and they say that Cyberpunk 2077 got a brand new reveal through the Night City Wire, a digital live stream... Uh, I don't know why they chose to make all this exposition. Um, so they detailed some things. One of the big things that they detailed of gameplay elements was called brain dancing. Brain dancing is a recording of someone else's experience and lets you live through their memories, their sights, smells, sounds, everything that will be experienced by you through brain dance. Except the smell because it's a fucking video game. So she, and you s- can't do that. <laughs> so she said that when we were watching it. So she hadn't seen it before she came over to the studio today, and I rewatched it a second time. I was like, oh, I'm sure there's stuff I missed, yeah. and then she's like. <gasps> pushes glasses up (laughs) you can't smell in a
2: video game i was like what you got it was like walk a vision up in here
1: (laughs) smell a vision (laughs) yeah like no i was like
2: you're right cyber
1: not real i don't got Got them hey listen unless you can you know got all those little cyberware gadgets and gizmos in your head unless it can make your brain trick your brain into thinking you're actually smelling the thing
0: Wait, Britt, so, what was that thing that you got sent? The smell-o-vision? Was that for like a South Park
1: thing? Yeah, it was for South Park, the fractured butthole. Oh, it was the fart-o-vision fart fart vision, well, vision. or something? Yeah. It was called like the fart something. I don't know what it was. But yeah, whenever you would fart, it would uh, it would emit a gas into your nose and it was fucking terrible. I mean, See? unless
2: they're shipping that with every single copy <laughs> of this game, I don't believe them anymore. And they should have just left that particular sense out of it. You're right. You okay, got wait, 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 okay. You got the, the sight,
1: so- smells, sounds, everything—that's supposed to be through V's lens.
2: Yeah, I know. But I'm oh. like, so I'm like what? You're going to be like, I smelled
1: popcorn. Ah, you know what's around the corner? A popcorn factory. Let's go to the popcorn I- factory. I have solved the riddle. I can tell this is a hill you're going to die on, baby girl. So I'm going to let it's you die fine. on no, it. It's, it's fine.
2: I don't, I really don't care. I just thought it was funny because I was like, what? <laughs> But yeah, honestly, I could have just solved a mystery in one of the things and that could be what it is. It could be at the popcorn factory with the candlestick in the dining room. Okay, continuing on.
0: <laughs> in an extended gameplay preview, V was showing living through the memory of someone else's robbery in a grocery store, in analysis mode, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to run this down. Like, honestly, like, I thought the brain dance mechanic was a little belabored in the live stream. If you want to know all about the details, you can go watch The Night City
2: Wire for yourself. Um, it does play similarly. We were talking about it when watching, to. Um...
1: Detroit Become Human Detroit, Detroit become, human. become Human Yeah, my mm-hmm.
2: brain went to Beyond Two Souls and I was like that was not the correct game other game wrong, yeah. uh, m- wrong quantum dream, dream game, game.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so other the player will be working with a character named Jackie on a hunt for a legendary chip of immortality uh, Jackie introduces the player to a fixer that will introduce them to new chips and enhancements I think this is just a specific quest in the game right
2: the, she said in the thing that like everything they showed was all in the prologue, so yeah. You're talking about one Holly Bennett? I am talking about one Holly Bennett and her fabulous lashes. Oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. Shout out
0: to Holly. She's not only like a, just a wonderful human all around, but she's a great on-camera host, oh. and I'm so glad that she was anchoring that for CDPR. She obviously works for them now, but she used to do a lot of hosting in the video games business. Yeah? And she's wonderful and also has fabulous lashes. Yes. Um, So continuing on, it's outside the city walls. There's a district called the Badlands. So this is um, IGN. I believe this is Ryan McCaffrey's playthrough. So we'll get to Britt's playthrough in just a second. Essentially, like, you you have a couple different origin stories. Three, right? Different origin stories that you can choose from at the beginning of the game. And then you'll go and play through that before you kind of... Night City opens
2: up for you. So, Simer. they did not only announce this; they had something else up their sleeve. <laughs> it's <is> Cyberpunk Edge Runners. It's <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 anime was announced. Um, so, this is you know Cyberpunk Edge Runners is an anime set in the universe of Cyberpunk 2077 and has been announced for release on Netflix in. What wah 2022. wah wah lip dick. <laughs> yeah, a little bit <laughs> climactic there, but that's fine. Um, edge Runners will be set in the game's Night City, but will focus on different characters with a different story. Edge Runners tells a, quote, uh, standalone 10-episode story about a street kid trying to survive in a technology and body modification-obsessed city of the future. Having everything to lose, he chooses to stay alive by becoming an edge runner, which is a mercenary outlaw, also known as a cyberpunk. Uh, CD Project Red will act as a producer on the series with Studio Trigger working as the animation studio. And, uh, oh, God, Hiroyuki Ima- Imaishi? Um, sorry, I'm so sorry about your names. Uh, Gurren, Logan, Kill a Kill, Promare? I don't know what that is. Those are just like credits. Oh, those are things he's worked on. Great. Directing. Uh, Silent Hill composer Akira Yama- Yamoka. God, Brittany, you should have read these. Uh, <laughs> Yamoka? <laughs> uh, will compose the score. Um, also at the end of the first episode for night city wire CD project ride confirmed that the next episode will debut in quote just a few weeks, but did not give a specific date yet, nor did they really talk about what they will speak on in the future. So we will get more cyberpunk news, uh, in the future. Overall, I felt like their, uh, night city wire was slightly anticlimactic. Um, it yes. just felt a little bit like it drilled on too long for my taste. Um, But I do think the game looks beautiful and we were watching it in 4K, I
0: believe. Yes, so we... When I watched it originally, I watched the live stream and as everybody knows, getting anything to stream in 4K is almost impossible. But when Snyder came over later in the day, before we shot the podcast, I saw that the upload on YouTube was available to watch in 4K. So we Chromecasted it in 4K to the television and it looked amazing. It looked like Night and day from when I watched it on the stream. And obviously, they put the disclaimer up. This isn't what final gameplay is going to look like. I think that's been, from what I've heard from my developer friends, the biggest challenge about not having E3 is that they're trying to showcase what the game is going to actually look like by streaming it online, fully realizing that everybody's internet connection is different, everybody's browser, platform, whatever you want to use is going to make the gameplay look different. Well, at E3, if you're watching it in a demo room, they have complete control over how the gameplay is going to look. And so I feel for the devs being like, please don't judge the way the game looks because we are doing our best. And it's not their fault that... like." you know capital y youtube is like down resizing their stream you <laughs> I know, don't know yeah. why the, the, i the mean but they are right yeah. like like to get like a special pass to stream in 1080p or 4k is like from what i've heard not just not possible because the way that they've compressed streams to minimize bandwidth across the globe for everybody who's like working from home right yeah. now it just is like not possible so but like watching the 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 video on demand back like Oh, my gosh. Very, very, very crisp. So very if you
2: nice. haven't gone back to watch it a second time, like highly recommend. <laughs> yeah. So it was really pretty. And like I did think the brain dancing looked fun again because it looks it reminds me of things we've done in games before. Um, and I always do kind of like that to be like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? And, like try
1: and solve the that problem. investigative work. Um,
2: although the funnier part to me was I pointed out on if you look at the brain dance segment on the cashier's counter there is a Rubik's cube, but there's only four squares of that Rubik's cube, and I was like, "What is this? A Rubik's cube for babies? Like, like
1: yeah.
2: why is this there?"
0: I didn't even notice that. Because
2: if they put an actual Rubik's cube, they'd probably have to pay Mr. Rubik. For- oh, do you think? Wait,
1: is uh. that like? It's co- is it, do
0: you
2: think it's really copyrighted based on the amount of squares? That's in it? Absolutely, absolutely, I do. Oh, have wow. you seen patent law in the
0: United I haven't. States? No, I
2: haven't. I don't know.
1: Oh that that would act.
2: That's actually really interesting. Yeah, it's kind of funny in
1: this advanced civilization that they can only handle Rubik's cube with four squares. Know, those those
2: <laughs> chips in their brains not quite living up Can't to what handle math. Everyone believed they would be.
0: Uh, but overall, I thought it was a, a good presentation. But I'm with you, Steimer, that I was hoping for more. I thought they spent way too much time on the brain dance mechanic i'm like this is not a new mechanic we've seen this we want to see more of night city
2: we want to see more driving we want to see more characters i I just want okay here's what i need you to tell me is there an auto drive can i do i do i have to drive in this or can i just fucking say i want to go here and the car will drive itself because if it can't that seems very uncyberpunky brit (laughs) um so I did
1: I'm, not have the opportunity to use auto drive. I don't know if it even exists, honestly. Um, all of the reviews I've DDP. read as well haven't mentioned anything about it, but there is fast travel, so.
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to have to drive there first, probably, and then unlock fast travel. And never fucking drive again. Yeah. Never I do not I, am again. not. I do not enjoy driving in video games. I really, in Witcher 3, enjoyed riding around on Roach. That was super fun. That was nice. I don't know why it's different for me in games, why driving is so much more of a mental hurdle than a horse. Because you like having the animal companionship? Yeah, I like yeah. the horse is so much more loving.
1: <laughs> and typically in games with horses, it's not those narrow streets and like fire hydrants and poles and people everywhere. It's more like open. Yeah.
2: You feel less constricted by the the map on a horse usually cuz yeah. yeah, it usually is more of like here's a field and you're like, "Oh, beautiful, lovely." I don't and have to worry about or running car, into anything. It's like, there's a building you're going to crash into in about five minutes. Yeah, I did Great. that. Great. Love it. Thanks.
0: Okay, so we've given you guys kind of like a high level of what we saw in Night City Wire without going into some of the specifics about the skill trees because we've got our reporter on the streets. One, Brittany
2: Brubaker. Ah, uh, yes. Get your oh. cigar out, everybody, and start chewing on that thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't even know what you just said, but the voice you used was magnificent. <laughs> Thank you, Simon, for that. You're very welcome. That was great. That uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So I have twelve pages of Microsoft Word notes in front of me. Wait, twelve pages
0: is a very specific number for Microsoft Word. How big are your margins, though?
1: I don't fucking know. How big are your are margins, the baby, regular? girl?
2: Are they like inch margins, like the re- just standard margins? It's I go, I go with I go with quarter inch margins. I'm a rebel.
1: How do you find out? I not know how big
0: my margins <laughs> are. Don't worry about it. It was meant to be a joke, Brittany. Continue She's
1: on. Like, no, really? What are my margins <laughs> like? Are like? my no, margins? I have to know. It's fine. It's fine. Um, okay, yeah. So it's 12 pages, but don't fear too much. Most of them are just bullet points. But I'm going to try to stick to the order of this because it's more or less in the order of the demo, which was about four and a half hours long. And I think the demo did a really good job of kind of walking you through because the del- the whole demo was the prologue ah
2: thank you cd project red by the way for giving us access to
1: this yeah thanks friends it was it was fun i i was a little FTC worried disclaimer yeah i was like we gotta i mean we fcc gotta the, we gotta tell the FTC that fcc that they gave <laughs> i FTC. played a demo of is the it the thing. trade
0: or is it the communications that was the
2: fcc great question
1: Federal <laughs> <trade>. government hard
0: <laughs>
2: FTC. It's meaning. one of those F's and C's with Commission. another letter in the middle. It's for somebody in the government it's to for know. Someone to not come after us and be like, "Hey, don't see, sue us." Please. You've been misleading your audience, and they thought that you magically
1: got access to this with no help from anyone. <laughs> so it was a great opportunity. So thank you, C Project Red. So it was a little uh, funny how. It- well, not funny. It's just technology. Still blows me away. I feel so old when I say that. But we use GeForce now. Essentially, I was streaming it, and then I had a developer MJ from the team who was watching me play. MJ, he my friend. MJ was so great. He was yeah. so shout helpful. out to MJ. Very, and very so nice.
0: GeForce now, for people who are unfamiliar, is Nvidia's cloud gaming streaming platform. It's essentially their version of Project X Cloud or their version of. I mean, PlayStation Now. Does that count? Mark? <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, is, maybe Stadia would be a better no S- different. Stadia is different. different, but yeah, essentially, it's it's streaming. It's cloud. It's cloud gaming streaming, and like people are saying that GeForce Now is a, a really huge potential competitor to Xbox's XCloud.
1: Anyway, yeah. continue. Okay, so we were a little worried because there's no GeForce. Oh, what's it called? Uh, you probably know Andrea. The thing. Server. Server. Thank you. <laughs> that, that little <laughs> word that I should be very familiar with. Around my neck of the woods. So we weren't sure how, if, the, if the signal was going to be good enough, but it turns out it was good enough to make it work. So, woohoo. Yeah, it was great. And so, like I said, it was fun having MJ to watch. And if I ever had any questions, I could just talk into my microphone and be like, MJ, what's happening? And then he would show up on the little chat log on the right. It was a good time. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! It was really fun. So having the power of God next to you,
0: and I wasn't gonna lie, I was secretly hoping all of her tests would fail so that I could play.
2: Oh shit! That's a good friend. (laughs) Do not wish (laughs) ill upon your friend. I didn't
0: wish ill. I was just like, well, Brittany lives in the middle of nowhere in her giant mansion of a house. Those (laughs) trees are bad for the internet. She brought this on herself.
2: See fucking trees. Oh sad you get me. Always the trees. And
1: like they just the goblin jobble up the signal. And they eat, eat all the, the signals. That's why all the trees are so big out here. Is they eat they eat all the signals and then they're they just... all they're all
2: thriving based on all the Wi-Fi they're, out there. They're mutant
1: trees. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's absolutely true.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sorry, folks. We've digressed. I'm Brittany, sorry. Okay, Brittany, your yes, playthrough. No, this is Brittany, so great. I love this so much.
1: Uh, so I didn't play with Master Keyboard. I played with an Xbox One controller, which is really Dance funny. Straight, you did. Toward the end, the Bluetooth was kind of like spazzing out, so my poor view was like going in circles. And I said, "I'm sorry, MJ. You're probably getting so fucking dizzy." right now there's nothing I can do about this I apologize but it did not hinder my gameplay experience okay so for those of you who don't know if you're like what the hell is cyberpunk all about CD Project Red sent over the super duper handy dandy I'm gonna get the official name of it right here Night City Night City Guide which has a lot of great info so I pulled some of that into my coverage to help me along here so the official premise of cyberpunk You play as V, a mercenary outlaw set to take on the riskiest job of their life. The score, a prototype piece of cyberware that holds the key to immortality. With stakes this high, you need to be prepared to enhance, change, and sacrifice your body in order to overcome your enemies and build your legend. Your story begins with you carving out a foothold in the city and learning what it takes to make a name for yourself. You're ambitious but inexperienced, and during the course of your story, you'll learn. You'll choose how to develop yourself into a name everyone in Night City knows and remembers. And just for those of you who are like, "What is Night City?" Night City is a world obsessed with power, glamour, and ceaseless body modification, and nothing epitomizes that more than Night City. The desperately poor live right next to the ultra-rich, torn between the watchful eyes of all mighty mega corporations and the vicious embrace of psycho gangs. Oh.
0: So, so basically, it's Los Angeles,
1: but,
0: but
2: with more cybernetics. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like, actually, fifty like, if years I could go from now. tomorrow, and be like. Hi, I'd like a knife as an arm, please. And they were like, sure. I bet you could do that today, but. Not, the it'd w- be not with the super black, market. Not with like
0: the cool. It just wouldn't be like, acceptable.
2: People would um, be like, bitch, why you got a fucking knife on your arm? <laughs> this is just my arm. <laughs> like, coming out of it, though. Like, I, it would need to have the. Hydraulics? Is that the word? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. The me- mechanism for it to like spit out of my forearm. Like, like it a does blade? In the trailer. Oh, yeah. the, the man's
1: upgrade. I, I see The girl. You're
2: no, the girl who she's like, And then. Like, the blades come
1: out of her forearms. Fuck yeah, that's, that's the, mantis, up, and and the like, mantis everywhere. Fucking, um, fucking great. Um, yes. So, my demo, like I said earlier, was about four and a half hours or so. And it takes place from the very beginning of the game. So, when you start the game up, you have your life paths that you can choose from. And these will most noticeably affect the beginning of your prologue and down the games, down the line certain dialogue options and probably the way people treat you will be a little different depending on what your life path is so you have three dragon age origins you got it baby girl you got it gotta love you so you have you have street kid and this is you know the urban jungle better than most you've got connections street cred and street smarts you're resourceful and most importantly ambitious life's not easy but it's one hell of a ride and then you have the nomad. Most nomads roam in clans, but you're a lone wolf. Right now, you've made yourself familiar with the outskirts of the city known as the Badlands. But even for wandering off the grid nomads like you, the allure of Night City can prove overwhelming. And then finally, you have the corporate life path. You've made it. You're an. Oh, God. I'm going to mispronounce this. Araska. Araska. Aristocrats? No, 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 no. It's. I, I, keep R, I keep fucking this up. It's A-R-A-S-A-K-A. And there's like 13 different ways you can pronounce E-R-A-S. it. A-R-A-S. It's the, one of the big I mega bet. corporations. And every time I look at it, I stumble. A R A S A K A. A K. Arasaka? Thank you. I look at him like Arasaka? 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 Ar- Arasaka. You're an Arasaka agent with body oozing with top-of-the-line military-grade cyberware. There's stress and pressure, sure, but you've got the perks of general you got perks that the general populace can only experience via brain dance. You've got it all. What could possibly go wrong? Which is one of my favorite sayings of all time. So depending on the life path you choose, you're gonna start the game in different areas. I chose the nomad life path, so I started the game out in the Badlands. If you choose the street kid life path, you're gonna start out in the city center. And if you start with the corporate life path, you're gonna be in Haywood, which is known for its bars and clubs and gang members.
0: So I'm definitely going corporate. Yeah, you are.
2: So does it is it just depending or
1: does it also impact because when you were reading those descriptions,
2: I was like, I imagine this also impacts your at least initial starting stats for your character.
1: Okay, I'm glad you asked, Simer, because right after that (laughs) you gotta make your character, you gotta customize your character. So I didn't spend too much time in the physical section of this because I was told from the very get go that hey, this is a very the prologue is very long and you have four hours, so like you know, you might wanna like keep it pushing. So I did. But it came out today in a, gosh, I wish I had the source in front of me. But there are six skin skin types, 35 hairstyles, 17 eyes, eight eyebrows, 17 eyes, 17 mouths, jaws, and ears, eight bits of cyberware, nine types of scars, six types of tats, 11 piercings, Five teeth. It goes on and on, but then it gets. Five, there's only five teeth. <laughs> five scared, types I'm of kidding. teeth. I know. I'm joking. <laughs> Who needs teeth in the future? Really? They're all metal, baby. It's just, you can have three different types of nipples. You can have two Ooh. dick types, one vagina option, and you have dick size options and five what the types fuck? of teeth. Two dicks and one vagina. What the fuck? That's I'm telling weird. you, man. It's what not the, not the fair. fuck? But also, never- I don't
2: know why you're picking it.
0: What it looks like at all. Also, for you the pants? record. The vagina is inside your body. It's true. It's not a vagina type. It's a labia type. You're correct. Let me just like push Let my me glasses up you for real a quick. You
1: know that's actually really interesting because when you you have two different kinds of dicks. And to be fair, like I didn't look at the dicks that well. I was like, okay, well, well there's why six. not? You you Wait, you didn't. You're supposed like
2: to be our dick correspondent. That's something that you would like really dig into. <laughs> you
1: know, if I'm gonna be like real honest with you, I didn't want MJ to think I was a fucking freak. Uh,
2: okay. <laughs> this is a good point.
1: This is a good point. You did have someone watching you. I can imagine that would alter your behavior. Yeah, and so I did flip between the two and every time I did they would pop up and dangle around and then you can like change the size of them. I did notice that. I did not fuck with my nipples, but I did give myself a vagina. And so, Simer, I know you were saying earlier, or you don't have to touch that stuff at all. You don't have to have anything. Um,
0: oh, okay. So, like, to, to be clear, yes. if you do not want to explore genitalia,
1: you do not have to. I, I believe there's an option to turn it all off. Because I okay. feel like I did that. And then I was like, well, there's an option to have a vagina. And then I turned it on. And I was like, there's a vagina. You know?
2: I'm just more curious, like, if you make your dom really big, does it show in pants later? Like, oh, do you have, yeah, like yeah. a John
1: Ham moment? Or
2: mm. does it, is it just like it doesn't matter in your all? See, this is why I'm disappointed
0: that there's only one, like, labia option. Because, like, what if you could have, Would like, you want a more severe camel toe? But yeah, like, what if you could give yourself, like, intense camel toe? All I'm saying is, like, if you're going to give two dick options, you give one labia option, kind of fuck you. <laughs>
1: That's, you know what you're you're not wrong Andrea and you can even affect the dick size like yourself I don't know I don't know I didn't see any you know labia like options push pull action like
2: Plato for the labia
0: Just maybe somebody I you know what I brought this up is because someone tweeted to to you Brittany earlier that Uh-oh. was like I have to be able to make a wizard sleeve in this game or oh I'm out.
1: They're like, can um, I make a wizard sleeve uh, in this game? <laughs> I, was like, I don't even know We're what like, that is, well, but
2: that's okay. I'll look it up.
1: It, it basically
0: just means very loose labia. Oh, okay? okay, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah, heard yeah. A it's like that. a sleeve of labia. It's like- <laughs> I have not heard of this term before, but okay. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. No, someone else put it you up. We just want, really like,
0: loose genital equality, okay? Oh,
2: my
1: gosh. <laughs> no, it, it's fucking hilarious. to
2: be represented equally.
1: It's true. So someone else tweeted something up, Really? To,
2: wait, what was the difference between the dicks so that you could tell offhand without empty? No, she
0: just said that she oh. didn't examine the difference because she was felt awkward that the PR person you know, was
1: watching like, her If I had to take a noticed. guess... It could okay. be maybe one was thicker than the other. Maybe one was circumcised. Maybe one wasn't. Oh, I think the circumcised that versus
0: uncircumcised bet. feels like a natural yeah. binary selection yeah. when it comes to
1: penises. Yeah. So, Kaylee is it Kaylee or Callie? Plug. I'm so sorry. I've never Callie, actually- Callie. Callie. Yeah, from Gamespot. She said there will be no equality in games until we can fully customize some absolute fat gorilla grip style puss in every character creator.
0: Wow. <laughs> I mean, guerrilla grip style, that's intense, Callie. I'm just like, what on earth is happening? Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> I don't need, like, to be clear, I do not need labia customization in a game. But in a game that is choosing to make genitalia a customizable feature of your character, like, why stop at just digs? Like, go... like. Go full equality and let uh, like the let there be equal options. Not only That's that, my only point. I feel
2: like the dicks are harder to animate. Correct. Yeah, like yeah. vagina, you just... Okay, really- anyways, we
1: should move on from this. Yeah, we, we probably We're should. I think I mentioned there's five types of pubic hairs, but if I didn't, there we go. Oh my You
0: goodness. did not mention that! Holy wow. shit! Oh, what? There we go. Yeah, there's five.
1: No, let's just, just... Let's blow past that. Keep going. Just keep rolling. Just keep, keep rolling. going. Because we'll get stuck on that for another ten minutes. Okay, so I created my stereotypical, like, my blonde, my hot blonde girl, and I was like, okay, cool, let's get into this. And so, like I said, I picked the nomad path. So then at that point, you get to customize your attributes. So these are body, reflex, intelligence, technical ability, and cool. So, for example, body improves health, increases melee damage, max stamina. It lets you open new passages, I'm assuming, with your big, strong body. And you can force people out of cars, which I thought was kind of like a funny little like tidbit thrown it's in like into that. It's like a GTA move where you're just like, get out, mine yeah i'm assuming so maybe you like gta someone you're like get the fuck out i want your car and then you have that's that's literally what she just said oh no you know what yeah i mean i I, yeah i was like i was gonna give her the benefit of the doubt because internet
2: it's hard to do shows like this yeah skype sometimes it. but you know what can i just we've done it quick aside what
0: what's good fucking games has been doing this long before the pandemic bitches so true So true. Okay, continue, Brittany.
1: I will continue. Okay. And then you have reflex, which is your coordination and speed. So this increases your critical chance, your attack movement speed, your evasiveness, how well you handle rifles, handguns, and blades. Mm -hmm. And then you have intelligence, which is your intellect and memory. So this helps you with reduced hacking difficulty levels, shortens program upload duration, more memory for hacking, dialogue options, technical ability, pretty much speaks for itself, it increases your armor amount, increases crafting ability, proficiency with tech weapons, and it opens you things, new, new trees and dialogue. And then you have the cool stat, which is described as how, how well you hold up in dicey situations. This is your self control and willpower. So improves your stealth, how fast NPCs notice you, you crit- hit damage, improves effect resistances, and how good of an assassin you are. So at this oh. yeah. So at this point you get to put all of your little points in. I don't remember how many they give you um, from the beginning, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> I put of most of mine. Points. <laughs> pretty sure I put most of mine into body and reflex because I wanted to have lots of health for my face tanking with my rifles, handguns, and blades. But the but the different
2: three paths that you choose at the beginning didn't automatically like put extra points in any one of those. Oh I ones. don't
1: know. I don't know okay. if it did that or not. But I know so I had the opportunity there, to like not sure. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. I haven't read anything about that, and I've read this Night City guide from top to bottom, but who knows. Okay. Okay. Cool. So then the demo starts off. So I guess, like, if you're worried about the prologue getting a little spoiled for you, I'm going to keep it as vague as possible, but for reasons that I I feel like, like, again, the demo did a really good job at integrating mechanics in a very natural way that some of this I'm going to talk about. So, just, like, don't worry. I'm not spoiling that much. Not only really just... that, I feel like the prologue is going
2: to be, like, a scratch of the surface. Oh, they deal.
1: that's kids, an so... understatement. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So because I played as a nomad, I chose, well, I didn't play as, I chose that as my life path. I began in the Badlands and something had happened to my car and I was in a mechanic shop. And so for those of you who don't know, Cyberpunk 2077 takes place in California and you have Night City. But all around Night City, you have the Badlands, which is this big, vast, barren wasteland where you have, you know, like a worn down road and you have a few trailers along the side. And that's more or less the setting of the Badlands. There's, like, old wrecks that clearly no one cares about. It's just, like, think about, like, Borderlands. It's very, like, dusty. It's like Barstow, yeah. is what you're saying.
0: Yeah! <laughs> Brittany says, yeah! She has no idea what I'm referring to. <laughs> smile <and laughs> I don't nod. know. Just smile on. nod. Like, like, it feels like, from the images I saw, it just feels like outskirts Los Angeles. Like, the outskirts of the metro, like, when you're, like, beyond... Like, Palm Springs, or, like, on your way to Coachella, but you're not quite there, and you're like, ooh, this is kind of grimy. What happened? Any grimy. So, I the believe that
1: geographically, it takes place, it's between LA and SF around San Jose. I think that's, like, where this all San is. San Jose
2: is not in between.
1: Well, that's what I read I mean, on the Wikipedia, you know? So, it's like, okay. I do what I can. So,
0: <clears throat> between LA and SF, San Jose is, like, is like deep is deep Silicon Valley. So, uh, I would probably, it's, it probably feels like more like grapevines, like, like central California where you're traveling along the five and there's just like yeah, dust and like trees cows. for miles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Pretty it much. Just it just smells like manure cows the whole farm. time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds Okay, Okay. continue. Okay, so uh, something had happened to my car, and I needed – I was at a mechanic shop, and that's basically all I know. I was heckled by a sheriff for a little bit. I finally got my ass out of the mechanic shop, and I made my way to a radio station. So I probably could have gotten out of the car and looked around and chatted with people, but I know I didn't have that much time, but – um, as you are driving, you do see people alongside the street who have little blue triangles over their head, and then I think that means they have conversations or something that you could, that, they could, that they would say to you if you were to stop and get out. But alas, I did not. So I got to the radio tower, and I talked to someone that was from my old clan, because when you chose the nomad path, you have, I think, just recently left your clan and you're on your own. And I called a person named Willie McCoy, and I was like, yo, Willie, I know I left but I need some help. I need some deets. My, I don't know where my client is and I need to find them because they have the car I'm supposed to transport and I need my money. And Willie's like, fine, I'll help you again. Your client is Jackie Wells. And so then I'm like, okay, cool. So then I need to direct to Jackie Wells. It, it, his his farm, which is essentially a trailer, I don't know why they called it a farm, it doesn't make any sense to me. Hey, don't
0: you judge Jackie's trailer farm. Jackie's trailer Maybe farm. He grows basil in the corner. You don't know. <laughs>
1: You know what, Sam? I should not be shaming. I feel targeted because I have a basal plant. She's judging me. Andrew, you're a farmer. I didn't know you were a farmer. That's so cool. Congratulations. Thanks, friend. Actually,
2: you you went through the character attributes, but you didn't actually say how you built your character. So I'm curious to know if you built more dialogue heavy, if you were like, I'm going to try and build as beefy of the character as possible. I
1: did, did but I think Skype cut me out. So I mostly put. my... So ball- she did
0: mention she built it as a face tank. Yeah. Oh, so I put I most of
1: mine that. into reflex Sorry. and body because I wanted to be able to face tank while using rifles and weapons and whatnot. I did Got put it. some into technical ability, and I believe later on that gave me options to use, which looked like a little me- like a mechanical dialogue option because I passed the check. But anywho, cool. So um, right. in the top right corner, and this is just. Something I love is a little, like, map, but it does tell you where you need to go. It's a very, like, detailed, like, path of you follow this, you're going to end up where you got to go, which I love so much because I don't have time to get lost in this world. Thank you very much. And so then I went and talked to Jackie. So for those of you who don't know who Jackie is, he you've seen him in all the trailers so far. He's just a big dude. He has a nice little, like, black ponytail, and he often speaks Spanish. So in Cyberpunk, you have autom- – you have uh, – Like, personal translators, I guess is what you would call it. It's a chip that you have in your system, and you can automatically understand Spanish and Japanese. Uh, My understanding is, as you progress and you run into different languages, you're going to have to upgrade your translation chip so you can understand what people are saying. But I'm thinking at this point, Jackie technically is speaking nothing but Spanish, but because of little translation, we can understand everything he's saying. So the interesting thing about Jackie is, depending on which life path you choose, he's going to have a different story in himself. Uh, if you choose the corporate path, I think he's like a ex coworker or a coworker of yours. Um, if you choose the street kid path, he's someone who kind of wrongs you, but you guys have to join up. But in my case, in the nomad path, he is uh, someone who needs cargo transported, and I'm the person to do it with him. So you meet up with him and you chat with him. And so the way the dialogue works is that you just have. I mean, it, it, I'm trying to think of a game that does it exactly like this. Uh, kind of like the outer worlds in a sense where it's just like lines of dialogue and you get to choose what you want. The top line will progress the conversation. The lines underneath that will just kind of give you more details. There are more instances where you'll have about five seconds to make a snap decision, or you can just say nothing and the game will just pick a, cho- a, a choice for you. Then we, I'm trying to see what I can skip over here. Blah blah, 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 blah. Okay. So we tr- are transporting the cargo and we had to get over the border to do this. Jackie is very nervous during all this. We have to stop by border control. Patrol, rather. And we cross over. But of course, shit goes down. Things are wrong. Whoa. And at this instance, I had my first taste of combat in the game, which is vehicular combat. And oh, no. Oh, Ooh, but no. don't you like vehicular no. combat? Vehicular. I like it in Twisted Metal. Eh, eh, no. It's scary. No me gusta. No. And
0: like, I, just so you know, Brittany, don't feel obligated to like go through all of the narrative details. I feel like everybody will be like, just gloss over it and go straight to like the meat.
1: <laughs> I'm getting to the Get- meat. The reason I'm doing yeah. that during this part of it is because this is, it, it just makes sense. But... For the, okay. Don't worry, friends. Going forward, I'm not going to get into all the nitty-gritty. So anyway, at this point, you're in vehicle combat. Jackie is driving. It's very straightforward. It's like you lean out of the car, you push LT to aim down, you push RT to shoot, you push X to reload. If you're a passenger, you can use any kind of weapon. If you're a driver, you can only use a handgun because apparently you need a hand to drive the car, which I guess like makes sense.
2: Um, again, auto drive.
1: What? Where is auto
0: drive? Why can't my genitals drive the car? It's 2077.
1: <laughs> or that. If you got a dick big enough, Dude, it drive the can car. you imagine like a dick cyberware mod where it like comes <laughs> up and it's like, okay, I'm going to drive this for you. And it like wraps around like a snake. Was, like, and then
2: mm-hmm. it like... If I have a chip in my head that can tell me somebody, an auto translate, somebody speaking Spanish, and we currently in 2020 have cars that can already drive themselves... I think it's a big miss if this car can't drive itself. That's all I'm going to say.
1: You know what? You're not wrong. But Jackie was driving it for us, so we don't have to worry about it. Thanks, Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. What I did notice about the driving is that, there, for me, there is an aim assist, which is really great. And I don't know if that's turned on by default, if that's an option. I'm sure you can turn it off if you don't want it. But it was very, very... Very helpful for this person right here. So there it was an aim assist, and I also noticed when you were aiming down the sights at the reticle moved very slowly, which is again great for me, but I'm sure there's a sensitivity option. If you wanted it to move quicker, you could. But as far as like the shooting goes, and I'll talk about this a little bit later when I get into the tutorial, um, it it felt like a shooter. Like it, it, it shot. It wasn't obviously like they're not going for the bungee level of destiny here by any means or Call of Duty, right? But it, it was good yeah. enough and it worked for what this game is. Um okay well,
0: so also like I think there's no need to analyze the gunplay right now because that is also something that is going to be polished in the next couple of months before launch. But did you like the guns? Do the gunplay feel good and fun?
1: I'm glad you asked, because that's my next point on this, Andrea Renee good segue. I don't know if you meant to do that, but you did. Okay, so then the game skips forward in story, and then it's like, okay, we're going to teach you how to do the things. We're going to teach you how to shoot weapons, we're going to teach you how to hack, we're going to teach you how to have advanced combat, and be stealthy. So the first thing to teach you is more of the weapons. So when you pick up a weapon in this game, it shows you DPS, the damage range, the attacks per second, if it has any additional perks. For example, I had a gun that had plus like 5 to 7 additional physical damage, and underneath that I noticed there were two um, mod slots. But yeah, as far as like the shooting goes, again very straightforward x-ray load lt rt beat crouch if you're if you have cover in front of you and it, maybe it was the aim assist for me that i felt like yeah this is good this is great this is exactly what's needed it doesn't have to be fancy pants it works and i don't think that a game like cyberpunk is going to stand out in the shooting or like the, the day-to-day uh, you no know, yeah like I
0: don't think anybody is playing Cyberpunk for its, like, no. honestly, for its gameplay mechanics, right? Like, people are playing Cyberpunk for its world building and for and for its role playing elements, right?
1: Right. And so that's yeah. What I'm getting as if you're worried because I got a lot of questions. Well, how's the gunplay? It's great. It's, what, it's exactly is as good as it needs to be, at least right now for this game. So, don't did you
2: it. have a chance? Because I know you got like four hours. And I'm not sure how much time that is to like experiment with any of the wackier kind of guns, because I remember in a few demos they've showed, there are some where, like, you can ricochet bullets, billiard style.
1: Yeah, so there are three different categories of weapons. For me, I just use this regular, the regular weapons in this game, uh, which are called the power weapons, so that's just your straight-up bullets and gunpowder. There are the smart weapons, which I think are the ones you're talking about, which are described as small handheld launchers for self-guided missiles, which apparently require no aiming. I think that's oh. the one, right, where you can just like aim yeah.
2: around. there was no, there was, it was no, just, no there was a different one where it was like all the I don't know, but
0: so I think we'll just like maybe put all the gunplay aside because like especially if we're getting more Night City Wire episodes, we'll probably delve more into that. Um, well, tell us the last. Yeah, uh, the, the, la- the I'm last I'm doing it is, is, called is tech. like you said, you had 12 pages of
1: notes. I'm already for halfway sh- through. we're good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let yeah. her just. What's the Let third me let me follow my flow. And then there's the tech weapon, which is electromagnetic force generated by magnets that launch proje- that launches projectiles at incredibly high speeds for piercing armor. So yeah, I think Simon, that could have been a smart, but I don't know what that one was. But I know exactly what you're talking sure. about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then it teaches you hacking. So assuming you meet the hacking requirements, you'll need to solve a, a mini game, which is something that I have never really seen in a game before, but I'll talk about that in a sec. So hacking allows you to upload one or multiple programs to whatever is your hacking. So if you in this tutorial, for example, there's an enemy watching the big screen. You push LB, this activates your scanner. It shows you all of the things that can be interacted with in that particular area, not just things that can be hacked. It'll show you um Hackable objects, job-related items, interactive objects, and enemies. And they're all color-coded, so you'll know what you're looking at. And so what you do is you push RB while you have LB selected. Hold down LB. It'll show you you can hack. Hover your cursor over the thing you want to hack. Press RB. It'll open up a quick hack menu. And in order to hack, you have to have these things called memory points. And this is a skill that you can increase as you level up, obviously. Uh, for example, I wanted to do a hack called distract enemies because I wanted to distract that guy and then go up behind him and punch his face. But mm-hmm. to do that, it required three out of five hacking points. And I only had five, which, look, well, okay, that was enough. And that was sufficient. So I hacked the thing. I went up behind him and I punched him. That's like your basic hacking one one. But then where it gets a lot trickier is there were a couple of enemies in front of me. And apparently I was able to hack enemies because I'm assuming they have components in them. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Sure. So I needed 13 memory points to do this hack, which was going to be using... The call-in hack, which calls everyone to one particular area, and then detonate grenade, which attacks the target's neural cyberware, causing them to activate a grenade and hold it until it explodes. Yikes!
0: That seems really not not nice. That seems like a major
2: fault of these cybernetic companies, that they would allow it to be hacked like that. that. Turns out, in- when you're all online, shit's bad. That's why I would never get them. Yeah, just
1: saying.
2: Um, you can't have. You can't trick me into blowing myself up.
1: See, you're smart, Simmer. That's why you would live in this world. So, if you find that you don't have enough memory points, what you can do is this hack called Breach Protocol, and this is where that little mini game comes in. Once I was successful with that, I was. I then had enough memory points to cause the person to hold a grenade, and it exploded, and it was. Pretty fucking funny. Satisfying. I didn't realize at the time what had happened, and then I was like, oh, that was pretty fucking cool. Uh, stealth is pretty straightforward. You push B to crouch. If an enemy sees you, he has a little indicator that pops above their head, and then you hide behind a wall, and then you're good to go. And you can highlight enemies by pushing LB with your scanner. You can click on the left stick to, to mark it, them. And it I'm-
0: feels like – I don't mean to cut you off here, Brittany, you're but good. like – it feels like you're describing in detail like a lot of competing gameplay systems. It feels like there's almost too much happening. I, f-
1: I feel
2: like the point is, though, that you pick a style and you roll with it.
1: You yeah it's all there's a lot of systems in this game because the whole point of this is you it kind of goes back to that tabletop aspect of where Cyberpunk 2077 comes from is you Mm -hmm. can create your character that you want and I'm gonna get into that in the skills here in just a second but uh, yeah okay so stealth pretty straightforward and then there's physical melee then you have your attribute and perk point distribution because you level up and this is I think what I'm most excited about and this kind of goes into what we were just talking about about all these competing systems and how you can really build this customizable character. So like I said earlier, you have the five attributes. You have body, reflex, intelligence, technical ability, and cool. And each one of those can be leveled up to 20. So if you want to get real good at one, you can. But what's exciting is that each one of those attributes have skill tree, or they're called perk trees, rather. Perk trees attached to every single one of them. So when you level up... You get attribute points and perk points. So, for example, if I wanted to be a face tank, which is something I really wanted to do, I'm probably going to put a lot of my attribute points and perk points into body.
0: Did you play Skyrim? Elder Scrolls? Have you played in Elder Scrolls? So, would you. uh, And the reason why I bring Skyrim up is because when I think of RPGs that have like really deep, vast skill trees that have a lot of different like branches, like Mm -hmm. I immediately think Elder Scrolls. Would you compare like how vast the depth of the skill tree in Elder Scrolls is to what CD Projekt Red is trying to do with Cyberpunk?
1: So it's been a while since I've played Skyrim, but I do remember being incredibly impressed with all of the things you could do. And I would say that if someone were to ask, like, besides Cyberpunk, what was the last game that had such in-depth customization? It would be Skyrim. So it's definitely been a very long time since I've seen any game like this before that offers – it's been a long time since I've seen a game that offers this kind of customization that cool helps answer your question. And, again, intelligence has different hacking you can work on, cool different kind of perks you can fixate on, like your stealth, and if you want to be cool and work on your cold blood. It's just yeah. – Yeah, I want to be cool. Yeah, and so it's just really awesome, and this is why I think there is – you know, a hacking mechanic. There's a melee, there's a weapon, there's shooting. It's because you can really tailor your character to be whatever you really want it to be because you have all these different perks and attributes that you can focus on, which I think is fucking phenomenal. I love that. I think a lot of folks are worried about making a game where you can create a broken character. And I get it, I understand it, but I, lo- I love the. the but freedom it's here. also kind of fun to make a broken character. <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it?
2: I want to be like broken in a good way where you're just like steamrolling everybody.
1: I want to be like a face tank that can hack really well.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, let's see. I always
2: I always put all my points into dialogue. Always. Yeah. So there, I do that too.
1: That's interesting because there was not like one particular option to in- just increase your dialogue that I noticed. Granted, there was like hundreds and hundreds of perks, but some of the specific attributes, I think it was intelligence and reflex and cool, probably had. They were the ones that did mention different dialogue options. It says this will also increase your dialogue tree or something like that, and then you do get street cred. And your street cred will go up by completing contracts, open world activities, and by completing bounties put on enemies. And this is important because when you go to Ripper Docks, which is what I'm going to talk about next, you can get better upgrades for your cyberware. But you'll only get
2: the upgrades if you have a certain number of street cred. Only
1: some of yeah. So some of the cyberware requires that you have a certain level of street cred. Mm -hmm. If you're not cool enough, cyber, you can't get that really cool optical. Wow, that's
2: kind of weird.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know why that is.
2: Yeah, I'm just thinking about that if it were, if it were applicable to real life. Like yeah. the doc, like the plastic surgeon is like, no. Sorry. Now you're not cool enough for you're that. You're not I'm cool sorry. enough to get the thing you want. Feels yeah. like a Black
0: Mirror episode. It does. Uh, like, yeah, it does a little bit. Is your social status high enough? How many
2: stars do you have? Oh, my God. That was such a crazy episode. It's awesome. yeah, Tell
0: us right. about the Rippers. The one thing that we haven't talked about and that I probably should have brought up at the very beginning is like, You've been giving an incredible amount of detail and I want to make sure we're cognizant that people maybe want some info, but maybe don't want all of the details. So, She's not giving any info that's not like spoilers. She's just giving a lot of play by play. That's I, true, but I don't know what's coming next, which is why I'm just giving you no. that's, oh, I just that. Her that's her that's why I'm just saying that now. That's all. Okay, continue. So you have
1: the Ripper Docs. So these are think of them like Simon saying like a plastic surgeon or someone who can modify your character. I would say overall, between your frontal cortex, your circulatory system, your immune system, your nervous system, there's 18 to 20 different cyberwares that you can have uh, put on your person, and you have active cyberwares, you have triggered cyberwares, and you can just have passive if that's what you want. Yeah. So like was talking about, the mantis blade is one of them, and I believe that is a triggered or an or an active, sorry, where you have to do something to to activate it. So it's described as installed in the arm slot, a powerful melee upgrade giving V blades which spring from the forearms. So you You know doesn't
2: seem dangerous at all. Love it. That's nothing wrong. Sure, you would never accidentally cut yourself.
1: Nope. Um then let's see, let's go for some things. So then the quest that takes place is the one um, called The Pickup or something like that. Uh, anyway, it's a quest, and the, the thing you have to know about it is that there are like three or four different ways that you can finish this. Obviously, I don't want to go into the what those ways are, even though I know them, because I think it's fun to figure that out for yourself. But unfortunately, with the time I had in the demo, I didn't have the option to explore all the optional parts of the quest. So there were some sure. characters that I didn't, didn't get to meet, like Meredith Stout. Who was part of I think the E3 2019 demo? So this quest was the E3 2019 demo. So if you've seen Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know all the different ways you can go about it, which is I believe they were they released that publicly around Gamescom. Yeah, yeah. It's it was really cool to play that myself and kind of figure out like which way I want to go about this, and if I wanted to try to talk my way out of it or bribe my way out of certain situations, or if I wanted to try to face tank. Spoilers: I just face tanked because nothing went according to plan, but it works it worked for me just fine okay so then the other thing that cyberpunk talked about today and revealed is the brain dancing mechanic and so like we've already said if you've played Detroit Become Human you're kind of familiar with this it's kind of like an investigative recording that you can fast forward or rewind and look into it Um, Tacoma and Fulbright's game also had something sort of similar so this is described as an advanced neural technology that allows for human memories and emotions to be recorded, edited, and played back by users of a simple headset. And so you'll use this mechanic to gain knowledge, information, and clues regarding the important characters or items. So I think we all saw the um, heist brain dance from yes. the thing today. Yeah. So I got to do a different one at one point, and this was an optional thing. But I, <gasps> Did you get to do a porn one? Kind not well, I didn't see any dick or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't get to, I didn't get to get it on. You saw no genitalia, no genitalia, unfortunately. No wizard sleeves for Brittany. I'm so sad about it. But this one was, <laughs> I was someone who was trying to, I was trying to infiltrate a penthouse suite to find an item, and to do this, I was using the memory of a woman who was there to have a good time with a man who lived there. And so when you start a brain dance, you can watch it all from first person perspective or you can switch to editing mode, which lets you kind of float around the room and see what's happening all around. Because the idea of a brain dance is it's recording everything around you, whether you see it yourself or not. It just picks up the audio, the visual, et cetera. Right. Uh, yeah, so, like a nanny cam in your head. Like a what cam? A nanny cam. Ex- yes, Simmer, You got it nanny cam it's a nanny cam for cyberpunks. so you Mm -hmm. have three different levels of uh brain dance that you can filter through you have the visual you have the thermal and the audio so if you want to focus on just trying to find things that are making noises you want to turn on the audio filter thermal and visual pretty self-explanatory as well so in this case i and the thing about editing mode is you can't get too far away from the person that who you're experiencing the memories through and it'll bring you right back it's like no no it doesn't work that good Sorry, you can't like mm. wall hack through the entire game. Um, so in this case, Damn. what I had to do is find out where the location of a thing was. And you just essentially, you know, there was a few optional things you could do to gather additional information. That when you walk in, the guy is having a teleconference on his big TV. You walk in, he's like, "I'm going to change this to my phone only, so you can't hear or see what's happening." So at that point, you can hack the phone and listen to the other side of the conversation. Um, as he walks away, he will drop a template of information, you scan that, you learn about where this item might be located, and then voila, you have all the information you need to complete the quest successfully in the real world. Huzzah! Huzzah! And I mean, I thought it was a pretty... uh, The the tutorial and how it showed it today during the stream felt pretty long, and it was kind of slow, and even when I was doing it myself, I'm like... Okay, I feel like I don't need. We're them. like, I get
2: it, I get it. I don't need you to. to yeah, this like, isn't
1: necessarily new. Talk in video down games. to me about
2: this. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, we've done this mechanic before. It's fine. I got it. I understand yeah, how it Yeah, exactly.
1: Works. Um, so I'm still kind of on the fence. I think it's a cool idea, and I'm with you, Symer, that I kind of like the investigative side of it. Yeah, but, I always think it's fun. Yes, yeah, but if it if it continues to feel kind of tedious, then it's, it could be a little sure. off-putting. I think it'll be most fun if they use it in optional scenarios where you know that you don't have to do it, but if you do, you might get additional information that will help you solve a quest successfully. Like think or, that. like, get, like, an extra thing or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that
2: that could be a good implementation of it.
1: And then the final thing is just, and this is where I get into how I feel about it, is Night City as a whole. So, unfortunately, because I didn't have as much time as I wanted to explore Night City and – because that's what I think I'm most excited about at this point and I think probably what yeah, most people are. just wandering around, poking red yeah. and
2: doors, seeing what's going on. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Kind of, like, wander around and get a feel of, you know, what does it feel like to actually just – Chill in this city and get a feel of the culture of the city because the the quest the the demo itself was like move on from like point A to point B to point C and then boom demo's over and I maybe I mismanaged my time but I try to get through the story and I didn't get to you know whatever, um but what I did read from Miranda Sanchez of IGN because she actually didn't do all the main quests she just kind of spent her time exploring I think because Ryan Did the quest, so they are able to tag team it. So Miranda said, It's worth noting that you can't enter every building, but I was able to access far more nooks and alleys than I would have normally expected. Granted, there isn't always a ton to do in each of these places. Sometimes that was because my low level prevented me from engaging in higher level encounters, but I could almost always loot something, chat with strangers, or help an NPC being threatened by another. I even found a nice sniper rifle and rare crafting materials on a quiet rooftop after taking an elevator. That's nice. I love finding a good sniper rifle. Yeah. Uh, So... (laughs) It sounds like you know you're going to be able to. go... It, it kind of reminds me of like Kamurocho from Yakuza. It's kind of like the feeling I get when I'm playing sure. this. Game. Yeah, it's like a glorified because
2: of the neon.
0: <clears throat> yeah. non Yakuza person, what does that mean? Just Kabu- the feel of it. Like there's a lot of lights. There's a lot of like. It, mean, mean, it has like a very distinct atmosphere.
1: Kabukicho is like the red light district in Japan. If you're unfamiliar, think of like Las Vegas slash Kabukicho, and that's actually how one of the I think it's the Haywood Wh- district is described. It's one of these. Um, so it's like a
0: wall market in Final Fantasy 7
1: there you go perfect Great example. I have a Japan game reference, Britney. You,
0: just are you <laughs> say ready? Japan, Japan. You did so Andrea. Good. You may be a little drunk. <laughs> I've had too much whiskey. It's been a hard week, timer. It's, <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you. It's just funny. Uh, so it's meant from- to say Japanese, and it came out as Japan. I'm sorry. We okay? all pick up what you're putting I'm down. i not a perfect host. I fuck up too, everybody. <laughs> okay, you are beautiful. Um, continue. So,
1: uh, so I think, like what I was saying earlier is, and I think we, we all agree on this is people. Aren't coming to Cyberpunk for the shooting or the walking and the blah blah blah? For this game oh, is good. Walk. The walking, the walking, because that's I like I'm you. thinking, like, how do I describe this game? Like, it walk, you walk like a fucking normal video game. You look around like a normal video game. You shoot you like just... a normal video game. Like nothing about that. Walks like a duck, <laughs> quacks like a duck. It's a duck. It's a video I game. I don't, I don't think everybody. we need you to describe
0: the locomotion of the video game.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can if you want. You seem to like the <laughs> no, descriptions. No, no. the want you your minutes. feelings. I want your feelings. I'm, I'm getting there. So. When you, so I think where this game is really going to stand out, obviously, is like we said, story characters, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, during my gameplay, while I had a wonderful time and I think all the characters are incredibly animated, I didn't get to experience what I think is most, to me anyway, most attractive about this game, which is just the culture of the city itself, of the world itself. I want to see the districts. I want to see how alive this game feels when you're not rushing from mission to mission. And like I said, Four hours in a game like this, which CD Projekt Red is describing as a fifty to sixty hour game, you don't even scratch the surface. Like that's not Absolutely. even not even not even enough. And because I was playing on GeForce now, it didn't look anything like it looked in the trailer. But that's because of technical issues. That's definitely not something of with course. the game. Yeah, Wrong trying to compress game. it and
2: stream it over to you is much different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's it's that hard thing of like I would say I had a fantastic you, time with yeah, it. Yeah, I was about
2: to say where you're like interested, you wanted to continue learning more, you wanted to keep
1: playing i I have no complaints maybe the inventory screen was a little clunky but i mean Mm. if anyone's played a witcher game you know it's (laughs) kind of so inventory ui not not drastically improved so far it's not good there's just a lot going on there's a lot happening on that screen uh but i mean obviously yeah like like you said i wanted to keep playing i wanted to keep experiencing i I felt great while i played it i had a good time i have no major complaints all the systems seem to work very well, very intuitive, very felt responsive. felt like you got to play the way you wanted to, like, because you, again, you're like, you're, you felt your face tank build worked out fine,
2: just fine in all the <laughs> missions you yeah, played.
1: Yeah, it, it did work fine, and I think a lot of that was because I noticed that the mi- main missions that you would do it wasn't scaling to your level, but you could tell the demo had been set up in a way that you would never be under leveled. So mm. I was able to just use my pistol and use aim assist and pop bitches in the head, and I was able to like run behind a wall. Things were getting a little out of out of hand, and my health would regen because that was a perk that I had uh, spent points on, and I had no problem face tanking and offing people. And that was just, you know. but you don't have to play that way, right? You can stealth your way yeah, out no, in. Yeah, no, I peaceful.
2: I won't play face tank because that's not what I do. But I, yeah, that, that's I'm glad that you're like I. Picked, picked a path and it did actually work because I think that that's definitely a thing where any of these games where customization is such a strong suit of It's like, mm-hmm. can I make a character that actually doesn't work? Cause right. Hopefully, hopefully not.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's something that CD Projekt Red is working really hard on is making a system where all of these traits really blend together and unfortunately i didn't have enough time to experience with all the hacking and i think that's something i would love to spend more time with because i think it's really fun the things you can do like make a character hold a grenade and have it yeah like
2: yeah when i saw like the the old i think it was e3 last year or whatever i don't remember whatever point they released this but some of the hacking stuff did look really interesting and fun so i feel like i kind of know where my build will end up at some point but we'll we'll see i may need to tweak it as i go but yeah.
1: I did drive a little bit and I will say I'm not the best driver in games. So to, for me to say, because I, I was reading again more previews and a lot of people like, oh, the driving's so bad! I'm like, well, it's typical for me. I ran over a bunch of people. I ran into a bunch of buildings. I ran into a bunch of poles. I tried not to but I did. I did notice after I hit a few pedestrians that I did have the police after me. I'm not, Oh no! <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how that mechanic works because I was just talking to MJ in my mic. I'm like, I wonder how many people I can run over before I get in trouble. And then sure shit like this little thing popped up and it was like and that was like you have the police after you get the hell out of here and I was like all right and i did and, and you're like
2: but like, i'm gonna have to murder more people to chase to get away from the cops <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that's i'm not a good GTA. driver it really is but that's that's part of why i'm like can you just please make an auto drive like
0: please so so brit like uh uh-huh. i know that i've gotten on you a couple of times here for getting too into the finites to the specifics of the game that's just like your opinion man sure um the reason i do that is because i think i would love some more high level impressions from you and the reason i say that is because like i think that you have a very unique perspective on these types of games knowing that you in the last six months have gone like deep down the yakuza rabbit hole and yakuza as a franchise is really known for more of their open-world gameplay, their urban gameplay, their ability to create an immersive urban city experience with lots of different, vibrant, competing factions and mini-games and all of that, right? So they've created this really robust experience. And like when I watched The Night City Wire, the thing that came to me right away was like, wow, this feels more like a like, the next evolution of what Grand Theft Auto was trying to do with GTA Online. say, like, Rockstar did such an amazing job of making the world of GTA V feel like it was, like, authentic and realized and had these unique perspectives, right? But I feel like there was, like, this mingling of those styles between what, you know, different urban franchises that do open-world gameplays have done... And I would love to kind of hear from you of someone who has played some of these games, like where you think Cyberpunk is going to fit into that. Do you think that Cyberpunk could potentially like usurp the style of GTA?
1: Obviously, like from two hours of playing a huge game like this, I think just the reality is like you can't really make a definitive super op-ed about how this game feels and how it's going to turn out and what it's going to be because there just hasn't been enough time. I think my main takeaway from this is... I get the foundation. I see what they're trying to do, particularly with character customization. And so far, it seems that it works and it seems that it fits. I think now what we want and what I want is just to be let loose in this world and see how it all comes together. Do the mechanics get old after 20 to 30 hours? Does the novelty wear off? Does it become too repetitive? And those are just the questions that I frankly can't answer right now. Of course. And
0: I'm not, and I'm not asking you to. I think what I was really looking for was, do you see the potential? And I think, like, a lot of people, like, we even talked about this. I think we had an episode, like, a month ago that was, like, is Cyberpunk going to live up to the hype or is it worth the hype, you know? And it's, like, I think that's something a lot of people are talking about with their audiences of, is there too much hype for this game for CD Projekt Red to overcome? Like, has there been too long? And, like, when you drop a trailer with someone like Keanu Reeves, like... You're going to, like, shoot the hype bomb up no oh. matter what you do, right? Like, And so it's like, Ken, do, from what you played, and, like, we're not asking you to give a review on the game when it launches. Clearly, like, they're going to do work on the game. But from what you played, do you think that there's potential for them to live up to the hype machine that is currently CD Project Red's Cyberpunk 2077?
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think the foundation has been set. I haven't seen anything right now that would make me think otherwise the the quests that i've experienced have been really well orchestrated the character conversations have been super immersive and believable all the voice acting is great all the character models look great i mean they're not like on tlu2 level but i don't think really that's what cd project is going with this but i think uh yeah i mean like everything i've seen so far i have seen nothing that would lead me to believe that this game isn't worthy of the hype that everyone has generated from the e3 trailers that we've seen so far uh yeah, I, I think it's there. I think the hype is warranted. And like I said, it's just going to take some time into the game to know if it if it really works. This is such an ambitious game and there's so much. And I'm sure that there are so many different mechanics that we haven't even learned about yet that are going to come into play and so many new different tw- plot twists and turns. And how is Keanu going to play a role in this? I think I have it figured out. I think I know where he comes into play now. I'm like kind of putting the lore together here. But I think it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, to answer your question. I think it's worthy of the hype. I think there's there's nothing that I've seen that would make me think otherwise. So, I think our hype is well placed, friends. I think, you know, with some inventory maybe polish and some and here's another thing I should talk about. I didn't encounter the only bug I encountered during my demo was I was supposed to pet a cat, but the cat was invisible. So I pet oh. the air. How dare you not pet the cat? I tried but to pet the cat, Andrea, but the cat turned into air. I don't know how it happened. It's it was just like evaporated. Eh, you know, I was bug. walking a building in the night city, and I got this option to pet something. And I'm like, okay, well, this could be interesting. And then it said, pet the cat, <laughs> and then, and I tried, and then it, I I pet the air, and it was very sad.
0: Brittany, thank you. I don't know why I'm thanking you for playing cyberpunk. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> no, no. I mean, you, you're all welcome. I had it
0: was a great time. Um, thank you for your in-depth report. <laughs> Our correspondent, Brittany yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm excited. Steiners excited. We're all excited for Cyberpunk. I can't wait. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be great.
1: I hope it's going to be great. On it program. looks like it's going to be great. Yes.
0: Oh Boy, that was intense. Whew. I think it's time to go have some food. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. We will be back on Monday for What's Good Games Live and then on Tuesday for our special GameSpot charity live stream. So join us. We'd love to see you. Have a great weekend. Play some games. Relax. Get some sleep. Take care of yourselves. And be nice to one another. And as our friends at Kind of Funny say, be better to each other. Goodbye, everybody.